Bill Yarn says, I want to play Phantom Ops so bad. Yeah, dude, I, I, I hope that you get to very soon. Unfortunately, we don't have any Phantom Covert Ops to give away, but we do have another stealthy type of game to give away. And uh, I think it's about that time. Well, is, is Oprah around anywhere? Yeah, Rich? I think she's right here. There oh, she there is. she is. And hmm. there she is. And there she is. <laughs> uh so yeah time to give away another game uh again steam keys uh again two of them to the chat one of them to the comments and the drawing later uh actually wait a minute scratch what i said not steam keys unless you just want them to be steam keys this is an open platform giveaway hmm. uh this one the winner picks the platform for, oh, wow. for this game yeah nice. yeah so we're not tied to steam we can get this on oculus as well um if you so desire so uh here we go uh first two to name this game in the chat this stealth game in the chat uh will win a copy of the game on the platform of their choice Uh, if you don't get it now, you got issues. Yeah, a little, little bit obvious. Drillo, uh, you know, after jumping on the people for guessing, uh, jumped out and said, "Into the radius." <laughs> well, he was going to be first, man. Uh, Chatty coming through, winning a copy uh, of Budget Cuts too. Oh yeah, well actually, it uh, oh. Mitch yeah he did chatty chatty please uh clarify please please uh the entire the entire name of the game please i did say that at the top sorry mm. um chris richardson comes through with the second one onakazi comes through but uh yeah chatty named it the roots what do we do here man uh how many keys chatty named it and I, there's there are three i guess we could uh just give them all three out to chat right yeah uh i don't know that there's that many people in the comments and you know well, you know what screw it dude you know what these people are here and uh let's reward them for something let's give all three to the chat and uh all right 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 uh that was my bad because i i i named chatty the winner and then tried to take it back uh so chatty we're gonna let you uh win and the next two after chatty that got the full name uh we'll uh will also be winners so let's let's see who that actually turned out to be so we had uh we had mitchlet chris richardson mitchlet and then um chris richardson all right so mitchlet chris richardson and chatty all win copies of budget cuts 2 on the platform of their choice uh, I won't be able to get your keys to you right away, but let me know what platform you want, and uh, I should have them for you fairly quickly. I know Mepper's, Mepper's back just in time for the uh, for the next segment, recorded segment, which is the best one, I think, right? And I'll tell you what, uh, Onikazi, dude, I I saw how you would have been the third one though. Um, so we're gonna you're gonna get a game, dude. I'm gonna put it out there. There's something coming to you, bro. I feel it. <laughs> all right all right so uh we had chatty we had chris richardson 
Oh, Speedy Rebel one? is still out there. Old and strong. Nice. Uh, Speedy Rebel should probably go take a nap and come back. <laughs> well, Speedy Rebel, if your parents just just kind of be quiet and they won't they won't know you're there. That's that's, that's, All right. that's the key. So let's see here. We had Chatty, Mitchlet. Mitchlet was the other one. Okay. All right. Congratulations, winners. Uh, my bad for bungling it. Uh, those of you who are. Uh, who are watching this later? Uh, it's my fault that you have no shot at budget cuts too. But uh, wait a minute. Well, I guess we, we should probably throw a throw a bone to those people then, huh? If we didn't give them uh, budget cuts too, I'm sure we have something else that's fairly awesome that we can give to them. Here, let me uh, let me look and see what we have left. I can get my keys up. Oh yeah, that's right. You did win Hello Puppets Onakazi. That's true. But you know what? I'll tell you what. I still love me some Onakazi. Yeah, that's a great game too. It is. Hello Puppets. Where did my damn keys go? I'll just have to reopen it, I guess. Boom, like that. And like that. And like that. All right. So for those of you watching the game or the show after the fact, uh, let's see. All right. How about this? We, we have a good one here. Uh, for those of you who do not already own a Steam copy of Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice. Ooh. Yeah, that's a, that's one of the best games in VR. Um if you would like to win, leave a comment down below that says simply Hellblade, send you a sacrifice, and you will be entered into a drawing that will take place a week from now. And uh, good luck to you all. That's good. That's a good game, bro. That's a fair consolation prize, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. All right. So there we go. Now this brings us to our next pre-recorded segment with some uh, very different awards uh to uh, to hand out a very different tone in this next segment and a very uh, it's a pretty long segment this is this was going to take about an hour if i'm not mistaken to uh to play through but you're not going to want to miss it uh might be the best part of the show so uh stay tuned you guys thanks for hanging out loads more show to come loads more great games the and and by the way as the uh, time goes on the awards get better the games get better the show continues to get better so keep hanging out keep chatting it up congratulations to the winners and good luck to those that have yet to win and uh screw you past roots <laughs> all right so Roots, you know, we've given away a lot of awards today to a lot of great games. But what about the not-so-great games? I mean, those guys deserve to uh, be recognized, too. We can't let 2020 go without kicking these guys one more time <laughs> while they're down. But as you know, uh, people have accused us of not being... I don't know, tough enough on these games. Maybe we're not negative enough on our channel. We choose normally not to talk about things rather than 
shit on them. So uh, we thought it'd be a good idea to bring in someone who has a little more experience and maybe isn't quite as uh, nice as we are. So uh, Roots, uh, let's talk about the Back to the Future Award, first of all. <laughs> what's, up? what's up gt man that is the craziest like i don't know announcement of myself ever oh somebody's good at shitting on games <laughs> hey i said i did say good i said better than we are we kind of oh, okay say thank you <laughs> but uh oh, yeah, you, you know people come to your channel uh because they know they know they know you're going to be honest and we are too uh we just we're a little more selective i guess with with what we cover right yeah well i'll tell you what you know we've even had developers give us games before and we've um usually they're very low indie ones but um we've came back to them and said well we can cover it but we'd rather not maybe give you some time to work on it or um we'll tell you what we think um because yeah, developers get one shot right a lot of times they get the shot in the beginning and if especially if it's something that you can see it you can see the gold in there I don't want to be yeah. the one that just shits all over it and because it sometimes it get, if it's a, a big enough shit it uh it never comes back man it just like just stays <laughs> down there right so i don't understand some of the games when i speak to others i don't know who play tests them and who does because you just question it you play a game and you just questioning all this stuff who who said yeah that's good <laughs> that's a, you know right. that's a great idea i don't know it's, uh, right and, and with some of the games that we're getting ready to talk about with these awards like th these aren't like small little indie developers too. You, you know that someone had to play test this stuff, right? And it's just beyond me how uh, how some of this stuff could have uh, made it to to uh, to release date in its uh, state that it was in at the time. Well, especially with some some of the companies are so big, and it's not like that's their first rodeo. So you'd think, um, like maybe you game test it you know like throw it through a couple people let them check it out uh sometimes yeah. it, i agree it feels like it didn't happen at all which i know isn't the case but uh man i don't know what the hell um some of these these games have been doing yeah well I, I think it's important too that we point out here especially since we're going into the back to the future award that you know vr as a platform is constantly and very quickly evolving and our standards are changing with it. So mm -hmm. like, say prior to last year's release of Asgard's Wrath, our definition of a good game, very different than our definition of what a good game is today. And that's kind of the purpose of the Back to the Future Award. The Back to the Future Award uh, is the one game that came out in 2020 that maybe we didn't appreciate so much, but say had it came out in 2016, we would have loved it and there were a couple of those right yeah it's actually quite a few of them but uh um you know one of them i guess the first one uh uh i guess one of them was one that gamertag was that why, why we brought you into the fold for this one right yeah and i know exactly <laughs> what game you're on about <laughs> let's go ahead and name the winner the winner of the back to the future award 2020 is the walking dead onslaught now i've uh, <laughs> right yay golf clap <laughs> Uh, I've maintained since this game come out that it's not a bad game. It's just, you know, it should have been a good game. Uh, but with that said, you know, we're living in the Asgard's Wrath, Half-Life Alex era. 
uh, I think we would have had a different opinion of this game back in 2016, 2017, right? Man, well, you know, the biggest problem for me was their description of it, man. And that, that I keep going back to that upload article where they were describing like Westworld being dropped into the episode of Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Uh, that is not what this game is from, well, I haven't tried it. So um, I know you guys have put extensive time in it, but... Um, um, you know that was the biggest the biggest folly man and uh and some of the problems i guess were i don't know some of it was was performance but most of it was just the was the way it was like the your description of the red mi mist or whatever gamer tag once that happened that was when i decided i i'm noping out because it was like that to me was lazy and um there was, there was two moments there was that moment there was the moment when you were getting chased and overrun and when I realized how easy it was to kill these zombies with one weapon that never blunts and you never, that's the problem. Like everyone was saying, like people who love the game would say, and that when they really like this game, they say you shouldn't compare it to saints and sinners problem being saints and sinners done zombie survival really well. And when you've got a massive game, like the walking dead, which looks great. Uh, like looking at this trailer now, looking at this clip now, it looks great. Um, it was easy to, it was easy for anyone to get hyped over this because it looked so good and i did play it before um like a year before and, it was, and i thought it was really good and as you and maybe that's part of the thing of back to the future a year ago it looked fantastic you know like that there was like an i can't remember in the game now but there isn't an x-ray killing system in this now is there looking at this trailer you can't nothing's happening um right when i played it at gamescom there was like an extra thing you see all the ribs and the innards kind of like a sniper elite effect and I thought that was really cool, you know? I thought it was really good, uh, but they, they must have dropped it for some reason. And then they dropped the co-op. And then, um, yeah, like, when i done my review, I played it for, like, an hour or two hours, and I was just like, I don't want to play this anymore. Um, it was just crap. It just seemed really crap. And it was yeah. a real shame. It seemed to me, based on the, the early footage we got, uh, the things we heard from people like you and others that tried it out, and the things that the developer were saying... Uh, it seems like that the, the, they probably, or at least to me, it seems like they changed the scope of the game midstream. I mean, obviously they dropped co-op, which was a big part of the game and one of the things I was most looking forward to. But uh, I don't know if it was maybe AMC getting involved or maybe them trying to react to uh, Saints and Sinners and how good it was. But I think it's pretty obvious here that they changed uh, direction midstream and then just ran out of time and had to re release the game. Uh, I heard about the arcade version being on the horizon, and that, to me, explained a lot. It felt very arcadey, that, and that was the thing, you know? Like, the realism had gone, and, uh, you know, as I said, a lot of people like the game would say that's what they like about it, the arcade stuff, and... I wanted to like that. I love arcade games. I'd still play Space Harrier today. You know, like, it's not like that. It, it's just, you can't have a game. I mean, this looks a little bit more realistic than Saints and Sinners, you know? Well, um, yeah. People say, arc say arcade all the time, and they, they miss the point. Like, when I went into an arcade, it cost money, bro. Like, it was a quarter. Now it's a dollar a play. Like, and so you had to have a good game in there. Like, I'm not going to go put my quarters in the game that's mediocre. And that's exactly what the, this, like you, Wes, the way you started out this segment, it's, it's, 
we wanted it to it could have been good or how whatever you however you phrased it was exactly how it is it's not a bad game but like if i'm gonna go to a a restaurant if somebody says dude you gotta try this restaurant i'm like oh is it good it's okay i'm not going dude like you've just convinced (laughs) me not to go um same thing goes for games too like if i have to soften it a little bit and say yeah it's, it's it's a decent game you know it's not a bad game um, that just told me that um, at $18, I still didn't pick it up. And I, I will buy, I will play through this game at some point, but I, I just, there's so many games out there that are worth playing that I don't have time for that. Uh, this yeah. one just fell by the side for me, which is kind of a shame because I wanted to be dropped into that walking. And that's the bottom line. I'm salty as fuck about it. I wanted that walking dead experience and they screwed me, man. I got... Westworld was so good, and they thought I really thought oh, it was yeah. going to be what they said it was going to be, and it was not, and I, I it sucked. So uh, that's a good way to segue into the uh, the next award, which is the Phantom Menace Award uh, for overhyped, most overhyped VR release, and I, I feel like the the uh, nominees for this award are the same as for the last award, and. Uh, you know, a lot of the times, and especially here in the the VR space, uh, a lot of the times the game really isn't so much the problem as much as our hype level, our expectations. And then when a, a, a subpar game comes out, uh, when we have really high expectations for it, uh, it, it seems a lot worse to us than the game actually is. Um, I know a lot of people wanted to put up uh, the uh, Medal of Honor, uh, Medal of Honor Above and Beyond as the most overhyped VR release, just based on the hype level itself. The hype level uh, to the moon with that one. Um, but at the end the of the day, was one of the best. The trailer is one of the best in VR. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, and incredible. It, it, I mean, there's a lot of big set pieces and, and great scenes in that game that really live up to what they're doing in the trailer as well, which is kind of the reason why. Uh, we did not choose that as the winner of this award. Uh, the developers are improving upon that game quickly. And, and to be quite honest, despite the overwhelming hype level for the game, uh, they delivered a better game than the winner of, of the award. And the winner of the award, of course, The Walking Dead Onslaught. Um, <laughs> uh, you know... A lot of people were, were hyped for Medal of Honor. I was too, but as a Walking Dead fan, and there are millions of us out there, I was super hyped for this, knowing that it was going to be an arcade-style game. Uh, but, you know, uh, it's funny. When you get an arcade-style game, and the best part of the game is not the arcade stuff, right? Yeah. I remember being in uh, or watching your show, and uh, I had the unfortunate thing of being the first person to put a review out due to a miscommunication yeah. um and that's that is a honestly it's actually a scary place to be when you've got no other reviews to lean on and it was like eight or nine hours and i know you was a big fan Wes, and you were still saying on your show like roots was like i've seen this i don't want to get it and you were like i'm still going to get it because i need to see it for myself and that's the right that is if you're a fan you're going to do it regardless and i think the reason i did what I did with the reviews because I think to myself, how many people are going to hear what you can play the walking dead in virtual reality? Oh my God. What? And I could be Rick Grimes. Oh my God. Like 
and the weapons what the weapons are in there like all that stuff <laughs> sounds incredible and when and say i then went right i'm going to look at the trailer i'll be like that's it this is it this is the game and then and then you and then you play it <laughs> it's like, right Right. They, they promise you that, that you're going to be a part of an episode, that they're going to drop you right down in the middle of Alexandria, which they do. But when they drop you into Alexandria, they drop you into an area that they've built that's not in the show, first of all. And and you can look around and you can see some familiar spots. And so you, you naturally try to walk over and, and check those out, but they won't let you leave. Like you have to stay in this fabricated area that's not from the television show and uh and, and, and i mean i could keep going there's no there's no people in alexandria there's like five people that are always standing in the same spot no matter what uh the comic yeah, book. i mean it's it just as fan service uh it, it was terrible like it's not a bad game it, it's an average game but as fan service it was terrible it was uh, I would have rather them make a generic uh, Walking Dead. Well, that's game what I was going to say. Couldn't they? Have, they could have yeah. saved some money. They wouldn't have had to pay all the actors or or the Walking Dead franchise and just made it some. The you know they could have done like the HTC does with their their um, Viveport games and made, named it you know the Running Corpse or something. You know I don't know something something close. And then you know you could have I would have appreciated it more. You maybe could have you know I don't know. I, I would love this is one of those games i would love to be able to get a developer on or someone involved with the game and go what happened behind the scenes was the budget pulled did someone build so much like outside framework that there was no way you could have gone outside of it anymore so you literally just had to try and make best of what you had did half the team suddenly get a different project and you know what what happened i don't know right and there were some, I mean, and there, I mean, this is from Servios, right? And, the, yeah. and there were some really rookie mistakes made with the game. Like, for example, uh, I don't know if it seemed the same to you, but to me, the, the scaling seemed way off in this game. Things were either too big or too small throughout, whether you were indoors or outdoors. Yeah, I think like you said with the Back to the Future thing, we had that in the past. We had that in the past for sure. I think there was... Um, what was the game that everyone hated on PSVR with the, with the aim controller, the cop one? Oh yeah. The uh, Bravo team. Bravo team. Oh my God. You giant guns, giant hands. You know I mean? It was, it's a weird perspective thing that could possibly only happen in virtuality where you can look at an image on a screen and it would look fine. But if you put it on the headset, that same image, suddenly you seem like a very small person and everything else is massive. It's a hard thing to, to, uh, they fixed that as well in Bravo team. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, it was drastic in the beginning. Question is, will yeah, they that, fix it in it, this? You know, what can they fix in this? Is it fixable, right? I think they're going to leave it alone now. I think it's yeah. done. Which they, which they have uh, since launch, uh, patched a, a time or two, and it has improved uh, the gameplay somewhat. Um, but when it comes to things like, like scaling, everything else in the game looks beautiful. So it's so odd that they, that they really missed the mark on this one thing, because when it comes to Servios, normally the criticism of their games uh, lies in the gameplay. Normally, even if it's not the funnest game in the world, it's always beautiful from Servios. So it's kind of odd to see visual defects 
uh, coming from uh, a studio like this. There it I is. Just remembered. I've got some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> dude. They uh, they but, sent me as well. Did they send Very that? Nice. Did they send that before or after your? They sent review? me afterwards. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or I think it was um, I think it was like in post or something. Oh, wow. Later on, I don't know. Something happened. Wow. But, do you know what? Be, that might be worth something someday. They are. They are Servios are fantastic normally, and it was a bit like Medal of Honor. I had massive hopes, and you know, and the fact they were at uh, Gamescom with fast travel and letting people play their game, I was excited. I was really excited for this game, you know. So as much as Wes is like a fan of The Walking Dead, I don't, I've watched a lot of The Walking Dead. I've never watched the whole thing. It lost me, and then I went back again. But as a fan of VR and a fan of killing zombies plus the show i was so hyped for this game and uh it hurt me like Wes said it does it you, you think what <laughs> what happened <laughs> yeah so uh, so, th so there we go a fitting winner uh i mean obviously medal of honor would have done well in either of these uh th these two categories that we've named awards in but i think we picked the right winner here i think the walking dead onslaught uh certainly uh, we would have enjoyed it a lot more in 2016 and certainly oh, yeah. uh, the, the way overhyped. Like you said, even for people who weren't fans were hyped for this game. So I think the other, uh, I think what you said is the right reason as well. You picked you pick the right winner for the right reason because Medal of Honor have actively been working on What is it? Is it in two weeks they've done three updates or something? Like I'll tell you what, I've played uh, through almost three missions and I that was coming from somebody that was art, decided I had, wasn't going to play it, but Mame Fan has it on his library and I got access to it and um i've been really enjoying it and that's the thing is like um it's still a really good game and you know that they've already fixed the the scenes being weird um and the gameplay is really good so and it looks good um so i don't know i mean aside from maybe making it run a little bit better even uh but it's also you know it's got so much graphics to it it's like asgard's wrath you know if you're gonna run that on five years ago computer you're gonna have a problem but if you run it on a of current computer it runs good so all right so th this is a good segue into our next award now that these last two i felt were pretty easy to choose uh these next two not so much and the next award is the jfcf award uh this one uh award put forth by our friend gamer chick 13 this is the jank fest clusterfuck award oh uh <laughs> So uh, the Jankfest Clusterfuck Award, I feel like, is uh, self-explanatory, but for those of you who aren't following along, uh, it's the most broken VR game at launch. Broken at launch. Okay, that's important, at launch. Uh, so, of course, we have the obvious, right? We have uh, The Walking Dead Onslaught, which we've been talking about now for 10 or 15 minutes. And uh, for the most part, while this game has a lot of faults, uh it wasn't that broken was it no it wasn't that, that no it wasn't technically broken i agree right so then we have a medal of honor above and beyond and um it's interesting because this game in some ways was broken now i personally didn't have very much issue uh with the game it ran pretty well for me with the exception of when i tried to play it on my g2 and it just wouldn't run at all it just crashed immediately but when i played it on my quest 2 it ran for me pretty well but uh judging by what people were saying on the discord judging from the reviews a lot of people had uh issues with this game at launch 
Yeah, it was not optimized at all. I think they've they, that was one of the first patches they did, right? Was uh, put out a lot of bug fixes. And like you were saying, GamerTag, it's only been, what, two weeks? And they've already... I mean, I played through uh, three missions almost, and I have not been having any uh, any bit of jank either. I did have to turn down the graphics a little bit on uh, the train scene and one other scene just because there's so much going on. But, um, yeah. yeah it was, I think the worst, the worst thing I've come across is the railgun scene. If you want to test out how the game runs, go to the railgun, which is like uh, chapter three, mission six or something. Or That was the other thing. There was as you said broken the game was like unnecessarily chopped into random bits that constantly pulled you out of the game uh the download the choice of the download to to the movies are supposed to be brilliant i haven't actually got around to watching them yet but there should have been the option to download the game uh maybe the single player first then the multiplayer then the movies or something like that you instead they put this massive 130 gig i think it was pile on everyone uh the price was different on the oculus store to the steam store you know and then the, the victory scenes that they mm. <laughs> they were uh, absolutely ridiculous <laughs> what was that yeah. about i couldn't believe that. like you, you're laying in a hospital bed having a conversation with a guy you just met and then you finish the conversation and victory <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's crazy there was a one of the I was, I was live streaming it and there was a bit where uh you're on the train and you you get to the end of the train it's really cool and, and you get a victory and then it does a cut scene of the same level where the train blows up and then you get victory again and i was like <laughs> what the fuck is going on like who who passed this who went that's great that'll keep people uh really really locked into the game that'll keep them engaged well the good news at least from what i've seen is that i've only seen victory twice now i think it only happens at the end of the mission the very end if i'm right, not mistaken okay, cool and uh, yeah. yeah so what about the tr like and, and the other thing is as well obviously it's a choice of where for example the very first mission hopefully a lot of people are seeing it where you you come up to where the lighthouse is then you're in the house and i remember like doing this little shootout in the house and then the mission finished and i was like what's going on and then you were somewhere else you done a little bit then it finished again um is it so what happens with the victory screens now does it literally just plow straight through into the next bit really quick or it just says as victory comes up and then it's like at the end of the very end of the cutscene, and then it goes to the next like um beginning of the next mission i believe but i mean yeah, the, that's the thing too is this game has so much content man like fucking getting through yeah. a mission it's like jesus dude i i just wanted to play a quick mission and I, an hour and a half later i'm not finished yet and i was like well i guess i'm gonna have to come back because it's like two in the morning and i'm tired um and that's a good that's a good thing i um there's a lot of gameplay so i've heard the issues of the breaking up of the sequences though are worse in mission one and two okay Almost like they're separate games because i've only done up i only did mission three but there's definitely longer gameplay sections that keep you engrossed more and engaged more so yeah and that's the other thing isn't it the first impressions of the game like you said earlier you're talking about first impressions mission one is going to be your first impression and by mission one i was like i'm so confused <laughs> what is what is this one well, it doesn't help that you've got a two hour time limit on a 60 dollar game you know so you're already thinking fuck this yeah. game is overpriced so like even Jarillo, he was going back and forth in the discord right do i buy it do i not buy it is it good you know i'm running out of time 
um yeah. so you really have to you know get you have that two hours of time to try it and i think a lot of people were like you know what i'm just not even going to deal with it um which is yeah. a shame because i think if you if you like this type of game you you're gonna um definitely should play it for sure you know i mean the act, i don't even think the acting's as corny as i've pulled people have said i didn't think it was the that cheesy of a dialogue but uh, i didn't either i thought it was okay uh this game is an interesting case uh obviously not not going to be the winner here even though it was broken in some ways at launch uh there, there were games that were more broken um but this one was an interesting one because we do take votes uh we took votes for the these awards on our discord and this was the only one that got votes for being the worst game of the year as well as getting votes for being the best game of the year it got both so it's kind of in this weird middle ground because it's still a work in progress uh and it was released so late into the year yeah well uh the jfcf award jank fest uh what else was broken at launch well for one thing star wars squadrons a lot of people had complaints about star wars squadrons now i personally got this game on playstation vr and i didn't really have much jank with it but it was rather uh well known for uh quite a few issues that i had upon launch on pc uh what do you guys think what was your experience on launch with star wars squadrons Oh, there you go. Okay, I, I, my, my, I did it on the PC, and uh, it was weird, man. I didn't notice that it was like jittery for at first for some reason until people mentioned it, and then it really was, man. You move your head, you could see. <laughs> I guess I was getting so far into my Hodus and and playing the flying around and stuff. Um, yeah. I still think it was really good, but what really blew me away, and I, I, I still don't understand it. And I guess it's kind of. The, but the obsession and some people in the discord were so obsessed over the skybox skybox the skybox and i it just didn't look that weird to me i was a little off but it wasn't like the bad people were like i'm just gonna not even touch this thing till they fix that skybox i to me the stuttering was more of a problem for me you know because when i move my head i kind of need to not have it jitter uh but they fixed it pretty quick and again it's it shows, gives me a lot of um a lot of faith in ea so yeah, I was yeah. the same, man. I, I think I didn't notice any issues when I first played it. I had the Hotus there. I was streaming it. I was loving it, you know, as you should be. And then, um, yeah, like the jittering thing was out and people were talking about it. And I went back in it and it, it almost made me feel ill. Yeah. I was, it was almost like it was suddenly there. And then, like, you had the people like Wes who said to me, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. I love it on PlayStation. So because of the podcast, I was like, well, I need to now buy it on PlayStation to see what's going on. And that is the thing, like, the graphics were blurry uh, in comparison, without a doubt, but it was solid, and it ran really well, and you could go online and have no issues. And uh, it kind of reminded me of the beauty of, like, console a little bit. It felt like a, a console VR game, that there was none of this technical crap, you know. It, re it obviously had been through the Q&A process, and, and you still cannot marvel at what they achieve on the playstation for the age of the software or the hardware sorry it is like incredible incredible yeah game. yeah yeah people i mean obviously there, there's a lot of uh uh fruit uh that, that comes from uh for, from playing any game on, on pc but 
people forget that it, it comes at a price. You, it doesn't just work. And when you talk about the other platforms like Quest, like PlayStation VR, uh, games more often than not tend to just work. And uh, there's something to be said for simplicity and lack of friction when you're gaming. Oh, yeah, especially in VR, dude. Like, the last thing you want to do is be plugging this in, plugging this cable in, adjusting. Oh, no, it doesn't feel right. Oh, and then you turn it on, you've got no picture. And then you've got frames skipping all over the place. Then you're back to the keyboard. Your headset's up here. You know what's going on here. And then your controller doesn't work. And then you've got to map something. And then, like, and then you put the quest on. <laughs> right, or, right. alternatively, your PSVR's all set up, and you just put PSVR on. It's the same thing you know right right quest smash right. that exactly uh so yeah uh, star wars squadrons uh a bit broken at launch the most broken at launch of 2020 i, I don't think so because we had another game uh, oh, called, no. called, i've seen it <laughs> called hinge oh my now God. this game this was one that i as as a horror game fan i was very very excited for the launch of hinge because if you look at the trailer this is a beautiful beautiful game and we don't have enough of this type of game in vr this type of living nightmare anything could happen at any moment walls vanishing things popping out of nowhere and and killing you uh literally it's like being in the upside down but uh upon visiting this game at launch this game was broken and it was completely broken. I had uh, items that were clipping into my body. I, I would interact with an item on one side of the room and it was like it was somehow tethered to something on the other side of the room. Uh, I, I couldn't see half the time because of the darkness. I couldn't operate things as basic as doors. Uh, with that yeah. said, uh, a beautiful game, a great, uh, spooky atmosphere and uh I, I still enjoyed my time in the game but make no bones about it this game was broken hella broken i had early access to it and i played it for about 15 minutes i met the developer and i was like dude you cannot put this out like this i was like it's it's unplayable and he said oh, it's in early access now or something or next <laughs> week and it, no it, it might have been seven or ten days and I was just like, well, I can't play it and I can't feature it. Um, because I was I was quite excited. I thought, oh, cool, I can feature this game. I was like a bit early, but there's no way I would ever show anyone this. And it's a shame because like you said, it looks like, uh, to me, it reminds me of Bioshock, the original Bioshock a little bit, the art style and stuff. It kind of reminded me of Rapture. And uh, I was really excited for this. There was another game it kind of reminded me of as well. And I, um, it was on the Xbox and you had like these, these, this, like devil thing come out of you and you could use it to bite people and i can never remember what the bloody hell it was called there was a couple of them um i wish i could remember it. it's such a good game and it reminded me of that as well so yeah i was really hyped for this one but yeah within 10 15 minutes i was like nah and uh happy to report uh as of this past week the big uh quality of life update that they've been promising has dropped so i, I haven't tried it out yet uh, I've literally done nothing but prepare the 2020 show for the last week. But uh, this is kind of toward the top of my list because despite of all the broken mess uh, that, that the game was, it is beautiful. It's one of the best looking VR games I've ever been in from a, uh, uh, a texture and resolution standpoint. 
uh, a photo reel standpoint and the atmosphere is uh is terrifying at times roots what did you think about it actually i enjoyed it you know i i, I was in there for about an hour and a half believe it or not gamer tag i guess i i find myself in places no, no, where i shouldn't be able to stay stay in there because it was it was jittery man but it was so <laughs> interesting though it was something that like i thought okay i'm gonna jump in here real quick check it out for the show and then i ended up staying in for like an hour and a half trying to trying to make my way um in the dark because it was pretty dark yeah. so. i just think i had it maybe too early or something i don't know what system they were running it on but it wasn't no small humble system that i owned because I was just like, I, just, I saw the trailer and I was like, wow, this game is brilliant. And for a split second, it does look brilliant. And then it just runs terribly. And uh, yeah, I don't know. As I said, I had it really early and then I played it again. And I think Wes is right. I think the update is like two and a half gig and it was a couple of days ago. So I do need to revisit. It's just having time, but I do need to revisit. And uh, it sounds good, man. Like if you've been in there for an hour and a half and you're saying it's really cool, then I need to get back in there. Yeah. And that's not my type of game either. I just thought it was intriguing. It was different. So. Yeah, so, so Jankfest, Clusterfuck, JFCF, uh, we had Onslaught, we had Medal of Honor, Above and Beyond, we had Star Wars Squadrons, we had Hinge, uh, so which one wins, you ask? E, none of the above. The winner of the Jankfest Clusterfuck Award is a game that goes by the title of Folia Dear Father. Much like Hinge, when I saw the trailer for this game as a horror fan, I was hype level 10. I could not wait to get my hands on this game. And they kept giving us, uh, you know, pre-release footage. And every time I'd see more, I would get more hype because it looked just beautiful. And we knew that VR support was coming along with it. This is a flat game that launched with a VR mode. So then launch day comes. And the game only works on HTC Vive. And I, I, I was going back and forth uh, for months with these developers talking to them about, you know, reviewing the game. Uh, it wasn't until right at the last moment that, uh, that they told us that it only worked on Vive. In fact, uh, when I pressed them about it during launch week, uh, they had never even tested it on any other headset. They, the, their reply to me was that it might work. Uh, so I was like, well, why don't you just like, let me try it out. I'll tell you if it works. And eventually they got back to me and said, it doesn't, it doesn't work at all. Uh, beyond that, people that can play the game either flat or on the HTC Vive, uh, what they're getting is a very broken game. People falling through the map, uh, not being able to interact with items just a total mess of a game overwhelmingly negative um uh overwhelmingly negative reviews uh on this one and uh it's unfortunate because i really do like the developers uh you know you, you meet all different kinds doing what we do here uh some people are very receptive others won't give you the time of day and these guys um they, they were always pretty cool about answering my questions uh, it's just so unfortunate that um, they released the game in the state that they did. Fix it for Wes. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Please. I think, uh, it, I think that really pinpoints where some developers, where their mindsets are in VR and how much money they're going to get from it. You know, like we'll add right. VR support, but are we going to make a lot of money out of VR support? Um, to only be on one headset is, uh, 
I've never heard of that. Well, if you're going to pick the one headset, pick the one that people have. You know, this isn't to talk about going back to the future, 2016, dude. This, you know, like it's a different year than 2016. 2016, that would have been a good thing to do. Maybe they were developing since 2016, and you know, like I don't know, man. Like I, it's weird because every developer out there that I've ever talked to, and they tell Wes the same thing. It's it's Oculus Quest Quest. Like they have no, they're almost forced into it. There's no choice because there's so many people. And now, yeah. why would you release it on HTC? That's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and you know, as hyped as I was and as disappointed as I was by this game, uh, I, I see it happening all over again now in the PlayStation VR community because this game is about to release on oh. PlayStation God. and they're promising PSVR support. Now, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on it, you know, Based on uh, this game's history on Steam, I wouldn't count on this making it through PlayStation VR uh, quality assurance. Mm. Yeah. But then that quality assurance, man, like some games might hold up a decent frame rate, but they're just crap. And you know what I mean? And and it's not it's not as easy to get your money back on PlayStation. Um, so. Right. It, if you play it, you're pretty much done. They're not going to give you your money back. Yeah, it's, it's it's quite difficult, and you definitely can't keep doing it. Like I, I, I think I've had a refund maybe once or twice. Um, hardware wise, things only really helpful, but with the game side of things, yeah, I, I don't know what it's like to refund. It's not a simple process, and it's not an easy process. It's not like Steam or anything. So, right, yeah. So yeah, uh, a good cast of nominees here, but I think a very deserving winner. This game could have won the. Uh, the Back to the Future Award as well with their their Vive support. It probably would have done a lot better back in 2016. Yeah, people would have been able to play it. People had them back yeah. then. Congratulations, right. Folia. Yeah, well, <laughs> you did it. You did it. All right. Uh, so GT, I got one more award we're going to uh, we're going to hand out here before we let you go to bed. Um, this is the Novid. 19 award this is this one's a little different than the previous ones we were talking about here and what the novid 19 award is for is the most highly anticipated 2020 release that wasn't released this year it was delayed until 2021 so we had a, a handful of games that were uh, announced for 2020 release covid strikes these games get pushed into 2021 uh, which one is the most highly anticipated of these? That's what this award is for, the Novid 19 Award. Uh, just real quick before we jump into uh, to our discussion here, what would you say? A out of all the games that got delayed, what would be your top one? Um, I just want to stress that I'm not gutted about it being delayed, though. Uh, I'm, I'm happy because I don't want what we've previously been talking about happening again. Uh, it would be Sniper Elite VR. Yep, uh, that's one that made my list as well. We've got a, a pretty good list here together, and I think that they're pretty much interchangeable uh, with me. I, I'm I'm pretty hyped about all of them, and this one certainly uh, toward the top of the list. This game looks phenomenal. Now, I've never played the, the flat version of it, oh. but seeing what this is and seeing how it's going to be, you know, in any any kind of shooter game, I kind of always gravitate toward the sniper and the long range rifles anyway. 
So it's kind of like this game was made for me. And when I see that, when I see that it's a full campaign that you can move through, uh, move through the map with, with, with free locomotion and, uh, and all the cool stuff like the bullet time, uh, you know, uh, super in, in uh, detailed kills that they give. And then, and then uh, it's going to support aim controller on PlayStation as well. Uh, I'm super hyped for this game. I can't wait to, uh, to play it. I think it looks amazing. I mean, if you think about the fact that it's um, not only limited, like I'm not a sniper person. So the fact that I see all sorts of other shit going on, handguns, machine guns, grenades makes me happy. Um, and the second thing that makes me really happy is when I do use a sniper, I want it to look like this sniper. I don't want the fucking scope right up in my eye. <laughs> I want to see, I want to be able to see a little bit about of what's going on around you. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird because this is the only sniper that I've seen that actually seems to be doing it right. And some people might seem yeah. say the other way is is the the right way to do it, but like you need to be able to move and I don't know. It just it's weird when it when you go into a full zoom in VR, it just feels really weird. And um, I, I don't know if I like game. it. I played this game. Uh, I did like a a video on it and stuff, and it was really good. Like it was with the aim controller. It looked great. It played really well. And from that level, I was like, dude, this is going to be brilliant. But I think that was maybe one of only a couple of levels they'd done. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. to know that they maybe hadn't done the campaign to his extent, but they'd focused so much on that one level. Like there were set pieces as well. Um, little things. I walked away really impressed. And now, at the time, I remember thinking it was just on PlayStation. Now it's on, obviously, as you said, PCVR and quest so they're trying to hit all platforms at once um i think it's great and it's funny you said about sniping i'm not really i've always I always fantasize on the sniper in a game oh yeah i'd love to be the sniper but i end up literally just getting a machine gun or something and just running it i'm the stupid one who dies first mm. in a game most of the time you got to know where the enemy is you're you're scouting out yeah. for people right? yeah and and funny enough because we said as well he didn't play the flat version of the games one of the best modes in this game of the album was who can get the furthest shot on target so you'd have a like a long range target and you and me and my friends we'd all be like trying to get back as far as we could through like this last very window of the level to make the furthest shot with the best accuracy like and you'd have wind and obviously bullet drop and all that stuff if that comes to vr as well that'd be That'd be sweet, man. And it's even got that's... the slow mo X ray thing. Oh, now you're now yeah, you're uh, Medal of Honor hyping me up, bro. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> no, again. No. Uh, maybe this will be uh, the the Phantom Menace Award next year, huh? Hope, hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I hope not, man. Uh, anyway, uh, so so what else? I know we when we put this through to our Discord, uh, the the vote was almost unanimous on this one for Lone Echo Two. People seem to be hot for Lone Echo too, and I mean I am as as well to an extent. Uh, but it, it's all I want to see what it looks like, right? I want to see just how much progress they've made from Lone Echo, which stands up even today in the Asgard's Wrath Half Life Alex era. Lone Echo still stands up today from a graphical and production perspective. So I'm really interested to see Lone Echo two from that standpoint just to see how much further that they've come. 
we'll see trailer looks the same to me like it uh, livia almost looks the same i you know i i, I i'm a little salty because i feel like it's a fetch quest but i need to finish it before i uh i shit on it i think um but i i enjoyed it you know i i my problem was is i i i just get too sidetracked by olivia and i just want to grope on her because it lets me so <laughs> she's very she gets very hands off she'll get very irritated the more you mess with her and i'm you know groping i'll mess with her ears or hair or whatever oh and i don't get right. i don't get all creepy um but she gets, she gets yeah no she gets kind of pissed like all you have to do is like put your hand on her shoulder and let her pull you along and you'll see how pissed she gets really uh, yeah she's not... i touched her butt on stream once i was like you know when like you're floating you can't stop and the only thing i could grab is a butt i was like sorry about that push it away again well yeah at least you apologize dan i will i do i will throw that out there right now i i'm definitely not creepily groping it's all the nice good grope if there is such good, a thing good <laughs> if there is such a thing um but yeah i don't know but no i didn't i didn't uh i I didn't finish this game either when I first got it, and I still haven't finished it. But what I have done uh, in in recent uh, weeks, since I've got the new hardware, I've started playing it again, okay. and I'm enjoying it. So uh, I do expect that I will finish it uh, relatively soon. And uh, yeah, I get I get people's hype level for it. Not my pick. Not going to be the the winner of this award. No, me neither. Uh, because we have games like Undead Citadel, which, uh, I mean, pretty much I, I hold this game almost on the level as even like Sniper Elite. This game, I think, looks phenomenal. The gameplay, while simplistic and maybe a little arcadey, looks very fun. And uh, like what you were saying a, a moment ago with Phantom Covert Ops, uh, we have an, another one of those low-light scenarios here where if they get the lighting right, uh, this game could be just beautiful. Uh, so I, I've really been looking forward to this one for a while. Really upset when they uh, when they postponed it. But like Roots and I always say, we'd rather wait for a game than wait for a patch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it does. Look yeah, I good. played this one as well. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I played this um, at Gamescom. Funny enough, when I met uh, the 3D Rudder guys, he he was basically on the same thing with them because um, on the Rift version, they had 3D Rudder support. And uh, yeah, I played it and I played with all the weapons and stuff. And um, I do think like this trailer is the actual bit I played. Um, it looks really good and it played pretty good, but the weapons had no weight. And uh, I explained and I said to him afterwards, I was like, dude, you've got to get some weight in these weapons. And at the time, I, I tr I'm trying to think, I mean, Boneworks wasn't out then. There were some games that didn't really feature weight. It wasn't necessarily a really important thing. But the problem was they were like, there was like a golden axe sized hammer or something like a huge hammer. And I was swinging it around like it was just a bit of paper. And I was right. just like, yeah, dude, like it looks fantastic, but you're going to need to do, you're going to need to add something to that. Um, but yeah, again, an another game. And I do forget about it, unfortunately, now because it's been a very long time. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, another one that I think, I think when it releases, it should be good, but what roots said earlier was one of those things where if it releases too late people are going to be like this game would have been great back in yeah, yeah exactly worry it's worrying so maybe a back to the future candidate for uh next year's show huh let's hope not yeah let's hope not 
anyway uh let, let's get it back on the rails here a little bit uh so we are talking about our most highly anticipated i'm, I'm clicking on your screen roots that's how out of it i am uh we're talking about our most anticipated uh game that was delayed in the next year uh you know the discord unanimously voted for lone echo 2 uh our friend gt here votes for sniper elite vr which is, is a good choice and undead citadel of course another great choice uh one people tend to forget about which just recently very recently got delayed uh was vertigo 2 and based on the strength of vertigo remastered uh, i am super hyped for this uh but with that said i i still haven't played that demo uh, I have played Vertigo Remastered. I have not played the Vertigo 2 demo, but this game looks outstanding to me, and I can't wait to uh, try it out. Every time I see this trailer or re Remastered, I it just I it just baffles me at how good that one Zach is, man. Who is the Zach, and why is he so good to be able to put out a game like this by himself? I mean, obviously at this point he's got to have some help, um, but uh, you know there's a reason why this game, Vertigo Remastered was so good, and and it's him. And uh, I can't wait to see this game. And believe it or not, this isn't even the the game. This isn't even the game of the of that wins the the category, right? Right. No, this is not the the, the winner. This is uh, this is a good runner up, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. No, I want to play this one now. Yeah. Burger is... remastered was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Surprised the shit out of me, to be honest with you, how good it was, and I couldn't stop playing it. Uh, it's amazing. I loved it because I somehow I bought Vertigo and didn't even know it and all of a sudden it was in my library just waiting for me i was like sweet. oh vertigo remastered sweet so i got it for free <laughs> yeah. i feel like i got it for free and um yeah it's just such a good game so yeah so definitely looking forward to this one but uh when it comes to the winner of this category uh it's going to be a game that is uh built around a feature that we just Playing don't have enough of in VR. And whenever any developer asks us, what can we do for our game to improve it for the players? And even if it's the best game in VR, uh, we always say the same thing. Give me co-op. I want to play a campaign with my friends and cooperate uh, to make it through it. And uh, that is what After the Fall is built around. Um, it's up to a four-player co-op shooter this one a bit more arcadey this coming from vertigo games the developer behind arizona sunshine a bit more arcadey but by judging from the promo material here uh it's going to be a lot better looking game than arizona sunshine and uh it looks like a very um immersive environment that they're putting you into even if it isn't that type of uh game that you sit still in for very long i absolutely cannot wait to play this and to bring a friend along with me three friends this is four players right the four player that's right yeah so this is the closest thing to left for dead that i could imagine in vr that's what i'm hoping it's going to be and um i just think it's going to be good and uh i'm going to stick to it stick to my guns and uh, i'm glad it's waiting and it's going to let us uh get it later a better version of it so yeah gt we this as well <laughs> i'll play i'll play this as well have you really oh yeah, okay. we weren't allowed to like. Um, to, I think we were allowed to talk about it. I don't know. Uh, I seem to remember it was the first time. No, it was the second in the same like hour. I used the index as well. Um, oh, okay. 
And yeah, it's yeah, I I actually walked away smiling a lot. Uh but talking to Mike, he pointed out some stuff like um it wasn't very realistic, the reloading and stuff like that, you know. And uh when I thought about it, I thought, yeah, you could what you, what would be the only thing, and this is nothing really, because you know, like population one has got realistic loading mechanics, is it? It's very arcade like, but it's reloading mechanics still. It gives you that satisfaction. Um if they implement that a little bit, I think you're on to a winner with this one. And that little that little hand thing that guy comes up in the trailer looks like Iron Man. Uh, that was sick. <laughs> like fighting little bits <laughs> off your hands. That was cool. That was cool. So, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. Um, Roots and I played Arizona Sunshine recently. And, you know, this is a game that we loved, obviously, back in the day. Uh, and it kind of... Uh, you know, everybody, I mean, we've beaten it 50 times. Everybody kind of uh, has had their feel of it. But going back into it with Roots recently, uh, I feel like that's an underrated game these days. I feel like Arizona Sunshine is still, for what it does, a campaign co-op shooter game. I kind of feel like it's still the best that we have in that category. And uh, to, to get... Uh, another game from that developer with their now years of uh, experience in VR. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this and, and I'm okay uh, with the game being more of an arcade game than a, a sim. I don't have to have realistic loading mechanics. I mean, it's nice to have to do something, but if you think about Arizona sunshine, what are you doing that? You drop the clip on the ground and you bring your gun to your chest and that's yeah. how you reload. So yeah. uh, I, I'm okay with it. And uh, as long as everything else is on point, uh, I'll be happy. Yeah, that's yeah. And you're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. Arizona is the only game that is doing what it's doing. And that is special. It is special. That's why we need Walking Dead to uh, bring it in, bring in the co-op. I was going to say about Vertigo 2. When are we going to hear that that one's coming? Co-op, I hope, as well. As we say it about every game, we might as well say that about that one as well. Absolutely. I say so. it about literally every game i i told uh youpity grad devs that i want a friend swinging in there with me i told <laughs> i told super bright that I, I want somebody in in death unchained with oh, wow. me that'd be uh, awesome. that would be yeah. right that'd be really awesome that'd be great like two players taking on in death well, survival mode well oh, what's yeah. even if it's the campaign mode see that it that gives me a chance because i anybody knows anything about roots is i like to bring a backpack with me and then I get hop in the backpack, and then I get carried along <laughs> through the game, and then I finish it. So, <laughs> but, what are you carrying there, son? I've got a roots. You got back. roots. He's ready to go. <laughs> well, if you've ever seen, you know, baby Groot likes to go in the bit back of a backpack. Sometimes I've seen. So yeah, 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 yeah. So we 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 always ask our developer friends for um for for co op support. And, uh, you know, we get a wide variety of different responses from it. Normally, it's just the, okay, we'll, we'll write it in our log. You know who, uh, who I said it to recently that was very receptive to it? Hmm. Uh, Vin VR Adventure. Ooh, it sounds wow. to me like they're seriously considering putting in a co-op uh, a co-op element to that game. That would be cool. Have you played that? Oh, you've played that, right, Gamertag? I have, yeah. Oh, that's so I've good. Like an early, an early impressions of it. I've, I haven't been back to it for a while. Uh, I also left some feedback for that game, but you know, you've actually made me start thinking that I should do that a bit more as well. I should think more outside the box for multiplayer because when like Dash Dash got eight player, eight player multiplayer 
online. I was so excited because that game went from good to damn right chaos. It was, it was great, you know. It just, I'm definitely going to do that. I, I'm going to start implementing that into my feedback of the possibility of online multiplayer games. The problem is because I'm not a developer, I don't know what that does, how much work that is. It's one of those things, you know. I imagine it's a lot of work, you know. To, Easy, uh, yeah. Easier for us to suggest it and then for them to implement it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I t- yeah. You, you know, it makes me excited because our friends at, uh, at Archiact have been quiet for a year. And uh, they, they, I mean, whether you like evasion or, or you don't like evasion, they did a good job with the co-op in that one, man. I mean, it's smooth. That gameplay is smooth, and uh, it is a bit arcadey, but uh, I had a good time in it. I had a good time growing up in arcades. I don't know when that became such a oh, bad man. thing to be an arcadey game. It's so weird to me because I get the sim sim point of it, but like, you know, sometimes I think people should just live real life. You know, the time that I heard Anthony talk about putting a headset on to go scuba diving in a, a body of water with a headset, but you're in the water. And I, I was like, well, now you might as well go scuba diving. You know, at some point, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're already there. A shark, or if you're in that pool, it's not going to look like you're at a coral reef. So, <laughs> but I know what you're saying. I no, know what you're saying. Yeah, I just at some point, it's like uh, there's just a, it, I feel like some things go a little bit too far. Um, yeah. Just enjoy it for what it is, and not everything has to be like real life. We're like, remember, we're going into these things to get away from real life, but then everybody wants it to be exactly like real life. Um, and there are games, you know, some arcade games or sim sim games, you know, you want it feel like you're really there. And then other times I want to feel like I'm in a fantasy world. I want to get, I got sucked into lies beneath comic book and all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck happened? And there's something I trying to kill that. me. It's so good. Right. Yeah. I love lies beneath. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was massively into arcades. I was always shipped off to my, my grandparents when I was younger. And, uh, that is literally where I hung out all the time. And uh, learned to play Street Fighter 2. And that is the only way that anyone had any street cred, as if he was any good at Street Fighter 2. You know? Yeah. For me, it was Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Ah, Mortal Kombat. That's hard. Mortal Kombat's tough. Yeah. That's a tough game. Yeah, I was never good at any of those button mashers uh, where you had to, uh, you know, hit 15 different directions and then 10 buttons. I, I never could get that. Yeah. yeah, that was the only games, oh, that, like, arcade games that were constantly making money, apart from some side-scrolling beat 'em ups, as I remember, like uh, yeah. Street Fighter Two, Mortal Kombat, Fight, Fatal Fury, Final Fight. All those games, they're all fighting games, and they're all competitive, pretty much. So it's either co-op or against each other. Mm-hmm. That was like the big thing, you know. I loved Gauntlet. Gauntlet was my my jam. Never really played Gauntlet. Uh, I don't know if I'm too uh, young for Gauntlet. I don't know. I thought about playing Gauntlet with um, four packs recently because I saw that Mamefan had it in his library. I think that would be a fun. It's a good fun four player co op. You know. Yes, yeah, so I never yeah. played it back in the day. I, I know it was like the big title, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't it back in the day, um, and I know it's been remastered. I think they had it on PSP as well. I think I played Gauntlet on PSP. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gauntlet's one of those games like Tetris that's got a thousand versions on every console right yeah. nice uh, but yeah i think that would work good and uh like helix vision like uh you could really make the dungeons pop a little more yeah and it's called four player co-op i mean who doesn't love that right what is the game is it carnage is there a game called carnage which is like a rpg dungeony game in vr i've seen some people play it. it's multiplayer oh um 
chronic no not rpg not multiplayer no um i thought you were uh, thinking of something else or i was thinking of something else but um carnage is a great name for carnage a chronicles is he's carnage Chronicles. yeah it's uh that's a three yeah. three player co-op um have you guys smashed that have you already done that i have yeah, we have yeah actually i right. played it with main fan and with wes and with somebody good. else really good done very well but but you know but you know uh since we've played that they've come in the full release with a big content update uh, as well as quality of life so we have not played the final no, that's true well i'll tell you what what impressed me about carnage chronicles the most was when i went to kill something and i couldn't kill it and then it dawned on me that there was another npc back behind him healing him keeping him alive and that was the uh -huh. first time i saw that in in vr i'm like oh my god pretty there's cool. a healer in here so i yeah. thought that was pretty cool you, you know cool. gt uh, carnage chronicles uh, a beautiful game uh you know visually uh, and a fun game as well. Just the type of place that uh, you could see yourself doing some kind of uh, a show on location, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I need to jump into there anyway. I've only played it on my own, and I straight away knew that I'd probably really enjoy it with other people. So it's downloaded and ready if anyone else wants me to be on location and play the game awesome well, i'll tell you what like it a... scales up too man the dif it difficulty is is definitely a lot harder to kill things with more people which i i like that so struggles the struggle is real i hear it calling me yeah so, oh yeah that's good anyway i think we should uh let our friend here uh go to bed dude i appreciate it so much you staying up uh yeah. tell the missus i'm sorry i'm sure we've kept her up as well uh but we really appreciate you coming on to the show and uh helping us to shit on some of the worst games of 2020. <laughs> well, uh, you, you, you know what was cool, what wasn't planned is all of the, um, the the insight you had to some of these games. Like we couldn't have interviewed anybody else that could have said, oh yeah, I've played that. I've, you know, given us a- I didn't realize I played yeah. all of them. Well, that's, I just think that that's just shows that this is exactly what was supposed to happen, man. This is the way life works, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think I'll probably, you know, considering that this is already gonna be like a three to five hour show, we might have to trim this up a bit, but what I'll probably do is release this entire conversation later as its own thing so that people can get all, the, uh, get all of the uh, side uh, stuff that we kind of shot off onto, like we always do when we talk about VR, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a passion project, isn't it? That's the thing. It's a passion. We did the um, same thing when we came on your show. We just... Uh, <laughs> we had a format, but uh, we just kind of went our own way. Every I think the best yeah. podcasts do that, in my opinion. You just, they're never going to go exactly how you want them to go. It's what a real conversation is. You know, it just goes where yeah. it goes. So, yeah, exactly. Reagan style. Yep. Thank you ever so much for having me on. I really, I'm, I'm so honored. Thank you very much. And good luck with the rest of the show. Thank yeah, you. Thank oh, you. Dude, thank you. Mikasa Zukasa. You're, uh, you're welcome anytime. Yeah. Cheers, man. Thank yep. you. Take care. Thank you. Yep. Thank you, everyone exactly how you want them to go it's what a real conversation is looks like we're back i don't hear you uh if you guess we're we're... Back, it's probably, probably because i'm not speaking oh. I'm, uh, I'm still on the uh on the youtube delay i, I thought was... i had 10 seconds <laughs> yeah well i wanted to watch because i i'm looking at cagey past roots man he's been talking some shit about me and i bet he said something about me and i'm starting to get a little 
irritated with that that jerk. But oh, it was pretty late, so I'll give him a uh, benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I got the videotape, so whatever that guy said, that he's mm. not going to get away with it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Anyway, back to present time, back to live and in living color. Yeah. And uh, it's winding down, man. We're getting there. I mean, we're not there, and we're not we're not <laughs> quite there yet, but we're getting there. And uh, and as I said before, we went into that pre-recorded segment there. Uh, as the time goes on, the uh, the giveaways are going to get better. The awards are going to get better. We're, we're coming into uh, the main event, as, as I just put it in the uh, chat. We, we had the undercard before our friend here came on. Uh, thanks again, by the way, GT, for coming on, staying up, keeping the misses up half the night. We really appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate all of the support that, that you've given us. So thanks again. It was, uh, it was really fun too, man. I love me some gamer tag and that was, uh, that was a really good conversation. And I, you know, I took it for granted at the time, um, cause you're having the conversation, but watching it back, it was just really good. So yeah, thank you. Cool. Yeah, very much. Uh, but what say, uh, I mean, those people were good to sit through that whole hour thing. You know, that was, e that was an even longer segment. It was actually closer to 90 minutes or maybe even a little longer. Uh, this plus another segment we are going to air as a separate video in its entirety uh later on in the week early next week so uh keep an eye out for that as i said before there will be keys hidden in that video as well so uh make sure you're subscribed uh to uh to virtual strangers yeah but uh anyway let's give away a couple of keys people were good to sit through that whole thing uh and we got a couple of pretty good ones here we're going to do one in the chat one to the comments this time and uh, this is an oculus quest key this is another oculus quest key so you quest users out there uh get ready it, it is not a cross by title uh quest uh it's a quest exclusive so uh all you have to do name this game fully in the comments and the key is yours and it should be easy. You know, and this is one of those ones that, um, you know, you could actually play with Wes or I. We just got copies of this game as well. And uh, I haven't checked it out. I want to go in. I was waiting to go in with Wes for the first time. And uh, it's amazing. Yeah, you know, I, I've had this key for a while, uh, or this game rather, for a while. And uh, I rather enjoyed it. I mean, it, it's, not, uh, it's not the greatest game of all time but it's really good and one of the best if not the best of its kind on uh on quest uh, you know it's uh yeah mash daddy cool did, did masher already won one though didn't he did he i thought he did I don't or maybe know. was it one of the ones he already had i can't remember mash did you win one already if he did hold on, then... I, I can i can i can tell you hold on oh, yeah. yeah he won archangel yeah masher won archangel um so uh looks like geisen Geisen is the winner of Death Horizon Reloaded. Uh, sorry, Brandon. Uh, did Brandon already win one too? I thought maybe he did. Yeah, Brandon already won one too. We can only win once in the uh, the chat, guys, okay? If you want to win a second game, you have to do it in the comments by entering the name of the game in the comments, and we're going to do a, a, a drawing a week from now. Yeah, so, so just, uh, I just write it down. Yeah, I, What I would be doing is just making a list of all the uh, games you want that are in the chat and then at the end like wes said earlier you can uh, comment that you want every single one of them and then if you win you get to choose which one you win 
uh yeah. and then literally even if you've won even if you've grabbed some of the uh the the key drops that have come in the in the chat uh you can enter literally every drawing uh after the fact and still win another key and if if you win more than once you'll get your pick so um yeah congratulations guys and this is a pretty cool game and the really the coolest thing about it uh, is they just added co-op to it and uh if you're like me and you've played through arizona sunshine a hundred times and uh, you want a new zombie co-op game to uh jump into on your quest with a friend uh death horizon reloaded is that game it's pretty good too yeah absolutely all right uh so the for those of you again who are, are watching this later uh if you would like to win the other copy just uh drop a comment below that says death horizon reloaded make sure you're subscribed and we're going to draw around draw winners in around a week or so maybe a little bit longer uh and next time we uh return to our regular uh shows we will announce winners yeah it's exciting man i can't i'm i'm just excited wes um you know a lot of people get excited about the new year it's fresh and you know 2020 was crappy i just getting back to normal schedule podcast schedule you know as much as i like the break um i like i'm lost i the 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 podcast drives my gameplay it drives so much i get my news from wes so if i'm not getting it from wes i'm not getting it from anybody and uh i just i I can't wait for it to come back that's what my wife said too by the way (laughs) she can't wait for it to go back (laughs) or that she uh no no if i'm not getting it from wes i'm not getting it from anybody oh okay well (laughs) uh delirium drew says i want to play that on quest too looks like a decent co-op uh enter man enter it's it's a good game it really is um I mean, again, we did a full, uh, you know, uh, Monday show on it before the co-op update. Uh, it's fairly basic. It does. Arizona Sunshine does some things that it doesn't. But on the other hand, it does some things that Arizona Sunshine does. It's it's really like it's like the developers of uh, Killing Floor Incursion decided that they were going to make Arizona Sunshine and put it on quest that's kind of what the best description i can give of that game yeah well i can't wait to try it it looks cool yeah and like roots said uh free echo vr for everyone who shows up today yeah on oculus quest yeah on uh, us on us yeah. your friends <laughs> yeah. uh anyway um uh, let's talk a little bit about the new year's roots you know uh 2020 uh, a year for the ages and uh you know when we did the 2019 show last year we uh we decided to give some new year's resolutions and uh some of them we lived up to better than others but i thought it'd be a good idea just really quickly in the context of the show obviously we all want to lose 10 pounds and quit smoking and all the stuff people always uh fail to do for uh new years but uh show related gaming related uh new year's resolutions roots what do you say uh well my first one is right here man i i I want i'm gonna plan to get the yaw and like i told you i'm not i'm not going out and buying it someone's giving me a yaw it's coming (laughs) someone's gonna gift me a yaw who doesn't want to give roots a yaw well i'll tell you what uh that does that not look amazing right there with the steering wheel all set up you got the pedals uh insert a hodas there roller coaster whatever i mean i i just don't it'd just be so cool yeah dude uh way to put it out there and all you got to do now is believe 
uh, and you will achieve. You know, who yeah. somebody might buy you this, dude. Anything can happen, right? Yeah, that's true. Well, it looks cool. And I know, uh, is it Shiny Robot has one? He says it's amazing. And uh, I've got no limits to already. So I already have the roller coaster maker. I just need to get the cheap yaw, and I'm good to go. Uh, uh, you know who else has no limits roots? <laughs> My mom! Oh, I didn't know that about her, man. Did I find out, you know, every show I find out a little bit more about her, and sometimes I'm like, yes, you go, girl, and sometimes I'm like, oh, my God. Um. Anyway, I'm going to play off of yours <laughs> for, for my, uh, my my first New Year's resolutions. I'm not going to quite get a y'all, but I'm pretty sure that I'm going to get my first ever wheels and pedals set up this year, uh, and, it's, and it's not just for reasons you may think. Obviously... Yes, it would be cool to play Dash Dash, to play Dirt Rally in uh, in VR with a nice wheel and pedal setup. But uh, I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Lately, um, my my kids are getting older. My daughter uh, is uh, a teenager now, and uh, the roads are a dangerous place, Roots. And uh, I shudder at the thought of putting her behind the wheel of a car and putting her out on the road and having her, you know, learn. Uh, like we did on the road. I mean, most of us have been in some kind of a, uh, an accident that very easily could have killed us. I know I, I can say that. I know the wife can say that. Uh, and, and most of these accidents came when we were younger, uh, more inexperienced drivers. Mm. And uh, I, I can pretty confidently say that the ones of us here that are, that are, are talking and having this conversations, we're the ones that made it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's crazy, right? Putting your kids out there, you kind of have to have that level of trust. But um, I think it, that's a good idea, man. Like, I mean, not only for what exists now, because um, like dirt rally too, you get her good at that, and then the the roads nothing, right? Um, yeah, right although I right. still submit that I I'm not big on the person yelling at me. You know, if that guy was like <laughs> a little bit nicer and just kind of instead of screamed it, he just softly said it to me, I'd probably still hate it. Um, but no, yeah, you're right. That would be cool. So I think when she turns 15, I'm just going to put her in desert bus VR, mm. uh, eight hours a day, every day. That's going to be her school. No, you and, know, uh, what would be better would be like Euro truck or, um, or any of those, uh, ones that are like long distance truck driving, uh, get her to used to driving a big rig and then driving a car will be cake. You know what I mean? That's true. Or, you know, and what would probably end up happening is she's going to end up playing like touring carts and dash dash. And then when we're driving down the road one day in a real car, she's going to pull a chicken out or something and throw it out the window. And uh, it's going to be chaos. Mm, that sounds like fun, actually. Um, just to watch, not uh, be a part of it. <laughs> Sometimes there's stories that you want to hear about, not be a part of. Um, that may be one of them. I uh, got any other uh, New Year's resolutions, Roots? Um, as far as gaming related, gaming related, channel related, yeah, just to keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, you know, like, uh, yeah, I love streaming, and it's it's amazing to stream. And sometimes you can get wrapped up in how many people are watching or whatever. But you know, I just keep getting it drummed back into me, whether it's this channel or Twitch or whatever. It's like you're you're there for the people that are there, not and everything else will follow. And, um, and so sometimes I need to remind myself of that, you know, I get too wrapped up and, uh, I want to continue to be, do what I'm doing, but, uh, do it better. So that's, that's pretty much it. 
Yeah, Les Mars Marwick, Les Marwick uh, <laughs> said he hasn't used his steering wheel in three or four years. He plays oh. his driving games with gamepad. I wonder, Roots, if they would, uh, if I had enough money, if they would special make a, a steering section for my car that actually just uses a gamepad instead of a wheel and pedals. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> that would be cool, actually. I, I just watched a 360 VR experience in uh, YouTube VR or 360, and it was exactly that it was like kind of a back to the future thing but they the guy went into the video game it was actually pretty good well done pretty well um and then i forgot jim hall says more sea of thieves uh so it's definitely a good good uh new year's resolution as well as um some escape from tarkov which is very very crazy and uh fun well i'm going to go ahead and just reiterate my my last year's resolution and uh, that is because I, I failed at it pretty miserably, even though we've been a little better at it lately. Uh, I'm going to try to remember to tell people to subscribe uh, because I'm not very good at that. Uh, it doesn't really cross my mind all that often uh, unless we're doing something like this where we're giving away a game or something. And I remember it then. But uh, I'm going to try to remember, if nothing else, to... Uh, to incorporate it into the the content in some way to remind people to subscribe to the channel. Uh, but my main gaming uh, New Year's resolution for this year that was last year's. This year, uh, I'm going to start trying to finish more games, Roots, because before the channel, I finished everything that I played. I was literally like main fan. Mm. I played one to two games at a time. And I always finished them before I moved on to the next thing. Well, obviously, we can't finish every game, uh, you know, working full time, full time, you know, husband and father. And then doing this uh, with my spare time uh, that doesn't leave a lot of time to play games. Uh, but I'm going to try to dial back the number of games that I play a little bit so that I can play a little bit further into them. And uh, you should see the content here on the channel reflect that. So, yeah. Cool. Sounds exciting. Anyway, uh, that's our new New Year's resolution. Let us know what your New Year's gaming resolution is down in the comments. Uh, we're interested to hear it. Uh, may, are you like us? Or do you play uh, a few hours and then on to the next? Or uh, are you like Justin uh, and you play to the end of everything you play? Or are you a uh, representative from Yaw and you want to give Wes and Roots a Yaw system? We're right there for hey, dude, you. I want a, uh, I want a, um, a force tube. That's what I want. Ooh. That thing looks awesome. I would take a force tube or a one of those fancy vests. Everybody always gets given to them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that new haptic, be haptics <laughs> vest. Yeah, yeah, I take that too. Yeah, Zazie's got one. Oh, does he? Yeah, it's cool. He says it's pretty good. So. I bet it looks awesome. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh let's name some award winners. Roots back to the grind. Oh, yeah. Let's name the Columbine Award winner. You know, we did our uh our genre awards, you know, our version of the genre awards earlier, but we didn't talk about shooters because I kind of felt like shooters were kind of off in their own class. So we gave them their own little section here. And we're gonna start with the Columbine Award, which is the uh the the, the game the best multiplayer based shooter you know we could say that it's the game uh that's best for you to go shoot your friends up in hmm. which was kind of the uh the idea behind the columbine award but uh we'll call it the best multiplayer based shooter in vr um 
you know, Roots is a short list. There's plenty of games, but there's only a few that have people in the lobby, right? Man, that's so weird. It's been such a weird year for a time when people are forced inside and so many people are coming into VR. Um, you're doing something wrong if you're not filling your lobbies. But uh, some of them have done really Solaris, man. As good of a game as that is, just now is getting to where you can group up with your friends. And that's the whole point of a game like that, you know? It's just weird. There's so many weirdness. And maybe it's COVID. Maybe there's just a lot of things going on. I don't know. Yeah, Solaris was a uh, a good uh, a good choice. People are playing that. Um, I think they're a little bit a victim of timing. Not only timing as in the fact that they're a late release, but they're also a victim of timing because I felt like maybe they launched a little too early. And some of the early reviews not as good as uh they could have been they have remedied a lot of the problems with the game through patches and such but uh not the the multiplayer shooter of the year we, we had others roots we had the uh what was it the uh frost uh frost point vr yeah. uh, another uh good solid game not many people playing it though huh no no and I, I mean that's got a couple i mean if they fix the ai i think they could actually get a uh because that's the whole point. That's what's different about it is that the AI players and how everything um, works. Yeah, Tirolo, yeah. <laughs> did you see that he said that kid means business? But that kid looks pissed, bro. Like he is pissed off and he is going to shoot somebody. But um, for you, bro. yeah, I hope not. If he comes for me, I'm hiding, bro. I'm not going to, I'm not lying. I'm not going to mess with him. Uh, but yeah, so Contractors on Quest was released. Somebody just said a uh, full review on, on Quest um and so that was a good game as well and that yeah. those there are people in the lobbies but i don't know if that that would be qualify as the best right uh no not not in a world where population won't exist i mean uh you know we've already said it 10 times over in this uh show that this game is shaping up to be a phenomenon it's a it's a headset seller in a, a very literal sense people are buying headsets to play this game and it's only growing and you never have to wait for a match going into this one no no especially during peak time sometimes it'll be like five seconds in the lobby which kind of sucks sometimes you get used to the lobby um and then it's not there and you feel like somebody ripped your football away charlie brown style and i just wanted a couple <laughs> shots to, you know a little practice so yeah call yeah. me father <laughs> dude i'll tell you what that's why i love this game it's a great game to stream and everybody's so focused on teaming up with friends, which I love to team up with friends, but sometimes the best content for streaming comes with with just randoms and some of the weird things that, that people say or do, and uh, it's pretty fun. Yeah, dude, I enjoy it, and I'm not into these uh, multiplayer shooters. But again, there's so much more going on here, even than just the, the competition. You have co-op gameplay, which is always great, and then you have the hunt, the hunt for guns, which is a game in itself uh an excellent game here uh you know worth the wait it was a long wait but it, it's a pretty good game and again as we've said a hundred times over we'd rather wait for a game than wait for a patch and i, I feel like they nailed it here plus the support that, that they continue to give this game uh obviously they wouldn't be able to give the game the kind of support that they have if they didn't have these updates already lined up and ready to roll uh when they launched well, and I'll tell you what, man, um, it's a big box is just uh, just something different as far as what what they're doing here. 
and um, I, I I just can't say en enough good stuff about him. So. Yeah, excellent, excellent game, deserving winner, and uh, so th so that's multiplayer, right? Let's move on to the Lee Lee Van Cleef Award. Now, uh, the Lee Van Cleef Award is a another holdover from last year. This is the best campaign based shooter in vr and in order for us to pick uh, a winner for this we had to first very clearly define the terms what's a shooter what's a campaign based shooter is it any game where you have a gun and can shoot i'd say no uh what we ended up settling on here is if shooting is the main gameplay mechanic then it, it's a shooter and, and Therefore, it, you know, if there's a campaign with the main mechanic being shooting, it's a campaign-based shooter. Uh, a lot of good ones here, Roots. I mean, uh, you know, we could go on forever just listing all the different shooters that, that a dime a dozen these days, right? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, one that got high marks, but because it was only out and because of its release, um, didn't make it, but uh, Medal of Honor, an amazing shooter campaign, right? Yeah, yeah, Medal of Honor, it, again, a victim of its own timing. One, you know, released so late in the year, but two, uh, released too early at the same time. It released too early and too late. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, uh, under the, the terms defined, I mean, there's really only one choice, right? Yeah, yeah, there's no, there is no other, and... Um... This is the best shooter campaign I've ever played, probably. Um, Half-Life Alex. Half-Life Alex. I mean, uh, I know a lot of you out there might be screaming The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. To be honest, friends, we don't consider The Walking Dead's Saints and Sinners uh, a shooter. I mean, they're shooting. They're, I mean, you can make it a shooter, but, I mean, there's just as much, if not more so, melee in that. And, uh, I mean, it's... it's uh, parts of it that are a fetch quest there's a lot of interaction based gameplay with the uh the npcs uh, i think to call that a shooter would be a bit of a stretch not so much the case with half-life alex i think this is a pretty straightforward uh textbook story-based shooter campaign yeah yeah definitely and i agree uh saints and sinners like somebody said isn't a shooter gamer chick um and well she probably know um, it does have shooting in it, but I would say that 90% of the time I used the knife or a shank or something that was quiet, uh, axe, something that didn't make a bang. Um, some people probably went, went through and shot people, um, but uh, that's not how I did it. So, Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, what else is there to say? One of the very best games, period, of all time, Half-Life Alex. Uh uh, the the clear winner here uh, no close second yep absolutely but you know if we had to uh if we had to come up with a list of uh, of contenders we certainly could and i would say this next giveaway game may have ended up on that list uh so we got steam keys to go out if oprah ever shows up with them there she is there she is uh we we've got steam keys to hand out up to two in the chat, one in the comments after the uh, after the fact. Mm -hmm. um, you guys know the drill by now. Name the game fully in the chat, and you win the key.
And Sion the, says, uh, did you say knife? It's it's the Wes's background. Uh, yeah, okay. it kind of looks like it, right? <laughs> what, what? What? Pay no attention to what you see there. Maybe everybody. Oh, Jarillo. Yeah, this is the one Jarillo was going yeah, for. Yeah, right? dude. This is that makes me so happy, bro. Nice. You know, it's a good game. And I said it earlier. Uh, Tris, congratulations, Tris and Jarillo. Uh, yeah, this was, um, as I said earlier, I, I don't know if I've ever seen improvement in a game like I saw in this one from early access to the state that it's in today. Uh, I mean, being inside the thing, it feels, looks, and plays like a completely different game. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get back into the Scion keeps telling me. And, you know, Scion, did, he, they just did another patch, uh, a quality of life patch that he said has even made it better. So I can't wait to go back into it. Yeah, a solid shooter game. A, lo a lot of other stuff going on here as well, but I would certainly consider this a shooter game and one of the better ones that released last year. Scion says it's his baby, and Mash Daddy says um, the game needs co-op. I agree with both co-op in this game would be amazing because that means i would be grabbing scion and i'd be saying let's go bro because um if you've ever watched scion vr on youtube uh he has showcased his gameplay on this uh game and he's good and uh um, i want you yeah, to carry I would me. call scion scion's the authority uh on the into the radius so yep yeah definitely if you get stuck in the game don't know what to do don't know where to go check out scion's channel and i'm sure yeah. there's a video on there explaining it absolutely all right dude the the clock ticking down we grow ever so close to the ultimate <clears throat> uh excuse me the ultimate uh, game of the year awards not quite there yet though because there are some other awards i'd like to uh talk about right now and by the way before we move on again for those of you who didn't win in the chat just now for those of you watching the show later if you would like to win a copy of into the radius Make sure you're subscribed, leave a comment with the name of the game, and we'll be drawing another winner later. Okay, again, so we've got the, a few awards here uh, that instead of naming, uh, you know, a specific type of game, we're going to break down some specific elements, some specific things that make up a game, and name a few winners for who we feel uh, did the best job at this specific aspect of a vr game and we're going to start with the dolby award uh dolby award another carryover from last year and pretty obviously uh the dolby award is for the best 3d audio in a vr game uh again as always some very good contenders this year a tough decision uh first of all because lies beneath was such an effective use of using 3d audio to really scare the shit out of you yeah absolutely it's definitely um makes a huge difference in vr um and then uh i just i guess i'll address it um somebody's thinking that they were next on the uh the last game but i'm looking at the live chat and so I've, i'm my assumption is techno is uh you're on top chat and for whatever reason top chat puts it in a different order not in the order it I'll, came. I'll i'll check it i'll check it right now and uh, if that's true, then he'll get the uh, the comments copy just like we did before. But it's, um, it's not impossible. I, I made a mistake earlier. No, I I saw it. I went back and looked. It's um, 
I'm just telling him yeah. that uh, when I looked at the, the live chat, um, he came in third. Uh, Tris was right above him, and then. That's true. Uh, it, but it, if you have it on top chat, then it'll it'll just put things in a weird order, and it may look like you were first. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Which I verified sucks. it just now. Uh, Tris was the second place uh, winner. Yeah, but um, anyway, anyway. Uh, Dolby Award 3D audio lies beneath was amazing. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was actually what's funny is I um I watched some gameplay or something of Lies Beneath um recently and I and I was like, oh crap, dude, like the creaking and just all the different sounds were absolutely phenomenal, right? Uh yeah, man. And that what really got me was when uh you know, there were periods of the game where the big bad, you know, the monster was lurking on a, a an adjacent path. Uh, but he, he really hadn't noticed you yet, but you sure as hell heard him. And it was creepy because he'd be in the woods over here. He'd be in the woods over there. And I could, you know, I could say the same thing for the uh, Blair Witch on Oculus Quest. A lot of the same type of uh, things pulled off out in the woods uh, of that game. Yeah, absolutely. So it was definitely, uh, definitely kind of a, um, I don't want to say a hard decision, but there was a lot of uh, games up that could have came, gone that way, right? Yeah, well, when you consider that uh, this year, and again, you know, our platform releases do qualify uh, games for these lesser awards. Uh, when you consider that this year, Tetris Effect came to Oculus Quest, and as did Res Infinite, well, those are some of the best, you know, 3D audio games ever not the not the same type of 3d audio obviously it's not that same kind of spatial thing that you get uh when you're actually in a a map walking through a map but uh you know 3d in their own right um but again neither of those the winner no no and uh i don't think any of them did it as well as the winner did in different ways right like there was different aspects of audio things that that happened that I haven't heard in a VR game as like uh, walking through a, a place and, and talking in, in real life and hearing an echo, right? In the game. Um, exactly. And and it's stuff like this that really pushed the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners of, ahead of all the competition. Because, I mean, not only did they do a phenomenal job with the 3D audio in the traditional sense i mean it's great perfect spot on but then they added in the voice immersion which is a new level of immersion uh and audio in the game and i know what you're saying well that's not technically 3d audio because uh th that's just a microphone sound right well walk inside of a, a large room and start talking and you'll hear it you'll hear it echo all around you and you know what you're not the only one that hears it so do all the NPCs around you, like uh, the the uh, the walkers, for example. Uh, that is a perfect uh, display of amazing and innovative 3D audio. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think there's really any contest here based on that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Drillo. So uh, <laughs> Drillo is not in agreement for the audio, Wes. Well, Drillo votes, you know, you know how Drillo is. He, he's, uh, he's got his, uh, his guys, and uh, if anything else wins, then it's not fair. Yeah. Well, I mean, then this is, uh, um, 
I don't know. I think it's the right award. I think for the reasons we just stated, and uh, it wasn't, um, it they improved it since the beginning, so maybe it was when he played it first. I know the guns, everything were updated, so uh, just an amazing game. Amazing he said talent. he had sound stutter. Did you have you had any sound stutter? No, I have not. I haven't either. Uh, but yeah, that that's how we seize it, and uh, and I'm unapologetic here. So and Tiffany uh, I think said it's a, the audio is up, being considered for a Grammy nomination. Well, there you have it. So uh, I guess those guys uh, apparently they haven't played Half Life <laughs> Alex. Well, you know, Half Life Alex it does have really good audio. I'm not gonna lie. It does. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's great. Yeah. It's phenomenal. It's, it's, a it's production values overall. I don't think we've ever seen another VR game with, uh, production values like Half-Life Alex. It's amazing. Yeah. Maybe it's the index. Nope. Had the um, problems. They had the problems <laughs> with the audio. Hey, that's very possible. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe it's the, uh, Steam Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, uh, Dolby Award, 3D Audio, Saints and Sinners, good job. Uh, then we have the Gojira Award for Best Use of Scale and Perspective in a VR Game. Scale and or Perspective. Uh, a very useful tool in the hands of a talented developer. Um, one of the most striking things uh, that, that a new VR user can experience is being uh in the presence of some structure that is just monolithic and towering over them or to the opposite uh being gigantic in some sort of miniature world uh VenVR adventure pops out immediately when i start thinking about this because you get it on both uh both sides you know, you are a giant being uh, in, in these miniaturized worlds, uh, scaling similar to Moss, uh, although the uh, the artwork not quite as intricate as Moss. Uh, but then at the same time, there are massive statues and things in this game that you just look at and go, "Wow, man, that's huge!" Not not to mention some of these uh, these big enemies in the uh, levels that you make your way through uh vin vr pops out immediately when i think of uh effective use of scale yeah absolutely that was definitely one of them ones we considered right um i don't know there wasn't too many i guess we didn't really had one thing that just came popped in my mind that didn't make the mix but i don't think would have won but um mini motor x you know yeah yeah when you talk about perspective uh i mean that game the perspective literally is a game changer in the fact that it's like you're playing a different game if you change the camera angles on it. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, uh, but I think uh, we have a deserving winner here. I, I think that down the rabbit hole, uh, it did a very uh, useful, I mean, it made use of, of scale and perspective probably better than anything else that it did uh as your uh, the the level itself is miniaturized uh but at the same time gigantic right it wraps all around you and as you descend through the hole um you you often take 
different perspectives and different little peaks into these little miniature uh, worlds. And um, some of them rather surreal, some of them rather dreamlike. But then uh, there are other points in the game where you're instantly immersed and put down into first person view. And then all of a sudden, the micro becomes gigantic. And, uh, you know, some people like this game, others didn't care for it so much. I personally liked it. I thought the storytelling was very good. But if I had to pick what it did best, uh, it's probably play with uh, scale and perspective. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Uh, Driller says there were tons of people complaining about the sound glitch, but y'all make me out to be crazy here. Okay, man. Uh, I believe you. They probably all had indexes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it could have been before a patch. I don't know. When I played it, I didn't have any sound stutters, but um, I don't know. Uh, Dave Station says the Shin Godzilla VR experience in the Japan PSR in store auto win the gojira award every year you know I, I this is something that i need to do more of uh is check out these uh ps vr titles that are on the uh foreign stores because there's a lot of them that really look cool um horror sense chief among them for me i really have wanted to play that game for two solid years uh hoping that it, one day it would come to the uh north american store just because it looks so good um that never came roots and it's like on the hong kong store or something so i have to uh i'll have to one day look up the instructions on how to get it but uh th there's a lot of good stuff like that uh if you know how to get it yeah that's true there's a lot of stuff out there uh tris says uh fisherman's tale similar to fisherman's tale yeah you know i almost named renamed this award after fisherman's tale because they did such an effective job of uh of playing with scale and perspective and you know what i always think of uh astrobot too when i bring up scale because some of the the really gigantic stuff in that game uh it literally takes your breath when you first come into the presence of it well and that's one of the reasons why we lean towards this game than a lot of other games um like say ven or whatever um this it had the perspective of when you're looking at small stuff and like you said when you're small looking at the big stuff like it did both it did them both very well and it was part of the immersion so um it did the best in this perspective so as you guys are like shocked about whatever award um it's literally who does this one thing the best um and uh, it may not be the game that's your cup of tea. It may be a little short, <laughs> but it's not the longest game. And it's not that, you know what I mean? Like, it's about this specific thing. It's this, that's why this category was created to create something for this genre. So hopefully that helps. Uh, Dave said he was just ribbing us on the uh, Godzilla thing. It's like a four minute non-interactive promo. Oh, uh, well, I want to yeah. check it out anyway. Now you got me wanting to check it out, <laughs> damn it. At least form. he told us before we uh, went through all the trouble of creating a, a Japan account, right? Oh, yeah, that would be crazy. Well, it's not that hard with the VPN anymore, right? I would imagine a lot easier. So. Oh, yeah, probably. Well, I mean, you still have to uh, come up with an address. There's a whole process you have to oh. go through to, to do it. Well, I got Anyway, a, uh, let's... I'm sorry. I was going to say, I got a, a viewer on my, my Twitch stream from Japan. I could just ask Tomuo what his address is. I'm sure he'd just willingly give it to me. 
Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's move on to the next award being the the Thing Award. And you guys know we all do the the Thing, right? As soon as we get into VR, we all do the Thing. And uh, the Thing Award is for the best hands in VR. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of teased it on the uh, last episode we did that there was a double meaning to the thing when it comes to hands. And you're looking at it. Does anybody remember Thing from the Adams family? I do. I was thinking of Thing. When you said the Thing Award, I immediately thought of hands. Uh, but, uh, you know, Jerry Rice, I guess, was better. Everybody loved the Jerry Rice Award last year. So. Yeah, well, Jerry Jerry Rice had great hands, but uh, I felt it was time to move on, freshen it up, make <laughs> it about the thing, because, again, everybody does That's the true. thing. It's kind of the one thing that we all do to judge, to make an initial judgment on the small detail in the, the art, because it's the first thing that we really can get a close-up look at in VR is our hands. And, uh, you know, some good contenders this year i gotta say uh vin vr again sticks out immediately i really thought the hands look cool in that yeah there's so many and it's so one of those it's hard to there's so many good hands anymore it's hard to um remember them all and we kind of went through that iron thing. man iron man iron man vr yeah. yeah that's what i've heard i i uh i would like to see some iron man on pc vr um and dave station vr is saying that it's not that hard to to make a psn for um like they've got websites that'll create them for you, like the address. So you can just do it. No problem, bro. Um, cool. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, there's 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 a lot of good games out there. I feel like there's one game that really stood out um, the most. Uh, how about you? Yeah, I, I kind of feel like it's an unfortunate, uh, as if anybody gives a shit that they win this award. But if they did, it's an unfortunate year for them because... Uh, I mean, it's kind of a runaway, the winner here, and it's obvious, right? Does anyone not know who the hands of the year were in VR? Probably the most intricate, uh, beautiful set of hands that we've ever seen in VR with Half-Life Alex. I mean, uh, what is there to say? I mean, go back through the year. We had a bunch of new headsets come out on the PC side with, uh, with, with the, the G2, with the Quest 2, uh, even the Cosmos. Go back and check out the uh, the through the screen, you know, reviews. Check out people reviewing the headsets themselves. One of the things that they always go to to display detail, to check detail in this new hardware is Half-Life Alex. And the first thing that they always do is show you the detail in the hands. There's a reason for that. It's because the hands are extremely detailed. And the 3D extremely beautiful in this game as well. Yeah, I love the gloves and uh, they're chicks' hands, man. And they but they still look good. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know that, that. I guess chicks' hands can <laughs> look good too. Um, but you know what I mean. Like I'm a guy. If I look down, I see girls' hands that should be putting off, but they just look cool. Corporate Zombie says, "Good Goliath." You know, I brought up Good Goliath in the uh, meeting we had with the patrons mm, yep. because uh, it's kind of cool what they did with the hands in that game. You can literally change your hands it's like the uh the collectibles that you find the cosmetic collectibles that you can earn through the game are new hands so uh yeah that was a good one booger hands yeah who doesn't love them i yeah. thought they would look really cool it was like whoa these are cool they were good for sure yeah tons of them. i mean wizards dark times had had cool looking hands in it i mean there were a lot of good ones but uh half-life alex i mean probably takes the 
all-time award for best hands. Yep, absolutely. Anyway, uh, one more award in this segment, and then we're going to kick into another pretty awesome giveaway. Uh, Bob Ross Award is another carryover from last year and uh, a fairly important uh, award, this one, in my opinion, uh, at least in the minds of many gamers. This is the award for best graphics and artwork in a VR game. And again, a lot of great uh, contenders. Lies Beneath came up fairly early and often from more than one person. Uh, it's not just graphics. It's graphics and or artwork. And the art style in that game, uh, as well as games like Tarzan, uh, really cool. And uh, I haven't tried the, uh, the new uh, Jurassic Park game out yet, but I, I got to imagine that one looks really cool as well. Yeah, I need to get in there, man. I bought it, and I still have yet to play the Jurassic Park one. So, um, but uh, my daughter's big into that series, so I figured I'd try it. Um, but yeah, Bob Ross, Happy Trees, right? Doesn't love Happy Trees. There was a lot of good games out there. A lot of, um, but we had to. We do have to stress, you know, um, right off the bat, everybody focuses on the first part, graphics, but they don't focus on the second part, which is artwork, right? Right. It could be either or or a combination of both. So when you talk about graphics, you're talking about detailed textures. You're talking about photorealism, that sort of thing. When you talk about artwork, uh, you're talking about, you know, kind of the stylistic side of things, maybe uh, an outside of the box uh, type of approach to, uh, to, to creating a world in an environment in VR. You know, Tetris Effect came up for this one again, and I think that was a a really good choice because some of the uh, visuals in that game are really cool looking. Yeah, absolutely. Gorgeous, right? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful game. Um, let's see what else I'm trying to think of some of the other really good ones. Uh, Dave station uh, says, um, until you fall should win for art design bar none. It's definitely amazing. Um, beautiful, right? That one of the better looking roguelikes. I mean, for sure that we, we talked about that earlier in the show how generally I don't like these procedurally generated levels because they're so samey looking and, and, and dull, but not the case there. Not with until you fall, that game looks like it was uh, built from the ground up every level. Uh, although even though it changes every time you go into the game. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it's just amazing. Gamer chick says happy, uh, no mistakes, only happy accidents. That's, uh, that's what Bob Ross, but, say. uh, Right, right, right. Uh, when I think of uh, good-looking games, um, uh, I think of Iron Man. I think of uh, uh, Medal of Honor. Somebody just said Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor is beautiful. Even Hinge, as broken and janky as it was, one of the better-looking games that I've played. Yeah, Pistol Whip. Somebody said uh, Jurassic World cell shading. I like the cell shading in a lot of these games. Lies Beneath, I think, is a very artistic. Uh, look as well there was a, there was actually a lot of discussion um but really when it all came down to it i think there was only one that was really stood out uh a little bit further than everybody else right yeah when, when it comes down to it as much as i would like to go with artwork over uh over realism and graphics when you have a game that does photo realism better than any other vr game before it then you kind of have to go with it right and of course Everybody knows already that Half-Life Alex takes the cake, hands down here. Um, th this game looks so good graphically that th the graphics are, uh, 
one of the main things that build immersion in this game. I mean, it's, it's not just the, the, the fact that everything's so crisp and clear and detailed, but the, even like the 3D, it just pops in this game. And uh, it, it's a beautiful, beautiful game. And in terms of production values alone, uh, hands down the best we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, it's just amazing what they did with this game. Stephen McDougal and uh, Dark Angel both say Red Matter. Red Matter is a great uh, example of it, but Red Matter did not uh, launch in 2020. Yeah. Um, Spice and Wolf 2, we actually got some votes for Spice and Wolf 2. Uh, I got to admit, I, I'm not, I'm familiar with it, but I've never been in either of those. So I can't really speak on them one way or the other. And, and I think even if I had been, <laughs> I mean, Half-Life Alex, I mean, who's going to beat this? No, Adrillo says, why do we sound like we're disappointed when we say Alex won one? We just don't want to give. We're not going to concede to you, Drillo. I'll point out, I'll I'll point out that uh, we pick all the winners, Drillo. So (laughs) all these awards that Half-Life Alex won, it's because we wanted them to win, right? We try to be as objective uh, as we can, and and uh, it's a whole process the way that uh, everything goes down. But I just think it's it it's just amazing, man. Look at the detail right there, bro. Just good. <laughs> Mitchell says, "I want a VR tiger game. I want to climb trees and fuck shit up." Yeah, I thought when he said it at first, he was talking about like those old handheld tiger games. You know what I'm talking about? I was like, who wants to play that shit in VR? That's like something you find under the bed in a retro game or something yeah yeah absolutely um (laughs) i I agree uh anyway so there you have it for the uh for the bits and bobs the the components that make up a great game uh saints and sinners with 3d audio uh down the rabbit hole with scale and perspective half-life alex gets the nod with best hands and best graphics and artwork all very deserving winners absolutely all right, what do you say we give away a beautiful game, Roots? Yeah, let's do uh, it. Beautiful in more ways than one. These are Oculus keys, uh, three of them total, up to two in the chat, one going to the comments after the fact. All you got to do is tell Oprah in the chat the full title of this game. First two to do it wins the game. Ooh, a good one. Yeah, that's a good one, right? This has oh, turned out to be one of my faves of the year. A good game. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, as soon as they see it, they're going to grab it. <laughs> Corporate mm. zombie. That's funny. People are saying uh, the game we just did. Right, right, right. Manimal. Manimal VR, he says. Who doesn't love Manimal VR? I don't know. Maybe everybody that's left in chat's already won a game. <laughs> oh, keep going, guys. Keep going. You're almost there. Thank Doug. Body Ecto, you're very close. Uh, Doug Foo. Doug Foo got it. Doug Foo got one. Come on. You guys, so close. Les. Did Les get it? Or how, Well, okay, so it's one letter. It's A. Well, I consider that a uh, a misspell. I don't consider that a. Uh, so then you know, would, they got all the they got all three words that I was looking for. So then it would be Pico guy, Pico guy, and uh, whoever you said first. Okay, so that was uh, Doug Fu. 
Yes, Doug Fu. Yep. Doug Fu and uh, Pico guy. Congratulations, guys. You both just won one of the best games of the year. And with beyond a shadow of a doubt, going to be one of the games of 2021 as well as it expands onto the other platforms. Uh, excellent. Sorry, guys. I mean, uh, I wish I could take, you know, partial answers, but we said it at the top of the show. It has to be the entire uh, the entire title because it it puts people uh, others at a disadvantage if one person's going for the whole title and then the other one puts the abbreviated title um, that's the reason why we mentioned it at the top but there is uh, some hope because we are giving away another copy in the comments so just be sure after the show to go down there and uh, write Vin VR adventure the full title in the comments and you'll be entered in yeah how exciting right uh, let me uh let me just write these guys down here i like your name by the way doug foo that's pretty awesome yeah doug foo and pico guy yeah this is an amazing game it's one of my favorites i, I love platform gaming and uh, uh, Rich gamer... was putting it over as as better than uh, Astrobot while ago. If that tells you anything, yeah, that's true. And uh, I was the one that only one that voted for this one to be. Um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I was going to make something up, but I can't remember. It's not going to happen. You voted for it to be uh, president <laughs> of the United States of America. Yes, I am. I vote for Ben after after election day was over, like in Pennsylvania. Is that oh yes, well you know that never uh, anyway um <laughs> Vin vr adventure again uh, an awesome game one more key to give away um in the comments be sure you're subscribed be sure to leave a comment and we'll draw in a week yeah absolutely you know and what i'm excited about is we have uh we have another little segment here that i uh, gives me a little break a little okay breaky. all right so so here's the deal guys um we're almost there we're almost at the game of the year for each individual platform and then overall for all platforms but before we do that we're we have a quick uh quicker than the other ones anyway a recorded segment that we're going to throw out here which will contain uh i think three three awards and a giveaway and uh after we get back from that i think it's going to run about 30 minutes or so when we get back from that, we'll name the games of the year, and then everybody can finally get the hell away from their screen, huh? Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, the best games are coming. That's right. That's right. Uh, the the awards, the the thing that everybody showed up for, right, to see what we're going to do about game of the year. Yep. Uh, they're, they're not going to have to wait much longer to find out. But uh, hang in there. Just a few more minutes. Uh, we have one more awesome little... Uh, little break here and then uh, we'll be right back yep well all right roots it looks like we are coming down the stretch here finally after all of these awards and all of these giveaways the awards they're starting to mean a little more as we creep toward the end not quite to the game of the year awards yet but some uh, pretty important ones here and we're going to start off with the johnny come lately award and the johnny come lately award that might not sound very important but what this award is for is for the best new ip in vr the best new intellectual property 
in VR. So just to be clear, this doesn't mean your favorite game. This doesn't mean the one with the best gameplay or the most addictive gameplay. We had awards for all of that stuff already. What this is, is the best new intellectual property, the best new game concept, the best new gaming world, the game most likely to get multiple sequels based on the, the, the concept, the intellectual property. So uh, I would submit that this is a fairly important one, right? Especially when you consider all of the good games that came out this year. Yeah, so, you know, there, there's a lot of good ones, right? Jupiter God would be a good one. Um, I mean, what else, what else did we have that was a new IP that, uh, that, that came out this year? Uh, I mean, there was a ton, but we really, we narrowed it down to two, right? Two main ones. And really, you can't go wrong with either one, right? Yeah, so, uh, first of all, I mean, we had your favorite game, everybody's favorite game lately, is uh, Population One. Um, I mean, if it was about the gameplay and, uh, and about what people are playing right now, this one would win hands down because uh, this is a headset seller, isn't it? Yeah, as a matter of fact, you know what's funny? Today I was just got watching somebody stream, um, uh, one of my friends playing, and he was asking them how they liked the game, and this guy said, oh, it's okay. And he's like, oh, you just think it's okay? He's like, well, actually, I'm addicted to it. I'm like, well, he's like, I played 500 games, and that's the thing. It's got that one more, uh, I mean, it's got that draw like I've never had. I'm feeling, rem watching this, I haven't played it for three days, Wes. I feel like I'm somebody that hasn't eaten for three days. Very crazy. Yeah, and we put this one in here because, uh, you know, the, the easiest definition of uh, the best new IP is the game that's most likely to get sequels. And this one's, it's going to get sequels for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm ready to play the sequel now. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, this is hands down one of the best games I've played all year. And um, that's saying a lot. You know, I went from playing mostly flat games to playing mostly VR because of this game. It drew me back in, nuzzled me um but uh but yeah it's not the only one though and um apparently because we're talking about multiple uh topics here it's not the one that won wes right well well that's right but but we got to think about why right because uh even though it is very very likely over the generations that that it's going to get more games in new uh new uh sequels made after it uh, is it so much because of the IP or just because of what it is and how it plays? I would submit that the reason why this game is so good and so popular and it's going to continue on really doesn't have much to do with the intellectual property. This is more of just uh, the developers nailing the gameplay. They have a good concept. They executed it perfectly. They took all the time that they needed to get it right. And it's just a good game. And based on that, uh, it's going to see success. Now, when I talk about uh, the best new IP, I'm talking about um, like maybe a, a world or a character, something that's going to catch on with people and uh, people are going to fall in love with it to the point where we're going to get more, uh, get an expansion of that world. And when you look at it that way, when you're looking at it from the perspective of what world, what character, what 
what franchise could go on to become a success over multiple games? You got to look at a game like Phantom Covert Ops. Uh, you know, as we've already mentioned earlier in the show, this game phenomenal on so many levels. I mean, uh, not only was the game so immersive and so innovative in its gameplay style, but the game has a story, right? It has characters. Uh, and this is the type of game that people like. People love these military uh, stealth style games, kind of the, the type of game that puts you in the mind of a Metal Gear or something like that. So I could absolutely see a game like this going on to have uh, more than one sequel. Yeah, especially with as good as it they did with um, how it looks in the quest and quest two, and we were just talking about that earlier. It just it's an amazing, um, amazing game, and definitely would love to play a sequel for sure. Yeah, you've got a hero, you've got a villain. I mean, you've got everything that you need here uh, to to build a franchise upon. Now, I will say this: as much as I love this game, and I did love this game, uh, I'm hoping that future installments get us out of the boat right i'd like to uh i'd like to maybe go in the water swim a little bit <laughs> mm-hmm. and then get on the land and then uh, maybe infiltrate some of these structures on foot yeah that's the only thing i think i felt like the game had missing and um and i can't really say it's missing because it's not the, the mechanic is the boat you know what i mean but it's something that i would have loved to have in it absolutely that and co-op i don't know how you you know, having this would be co-op to, you know, side by side, maybe. No, I don't know. I don't know if you could co-op this game, right? You could you could re- remote co-op it, I think. I, I think that um, uh, instead of being side by side with your friend in the game, like if you have uh, your friend enter the level on one side of the map and you enter it on the other, but you're going to collaborate, like say maybe, uh, maybe I need to get through this door here but uh in order to do so roots has to override security through some mm-hmm. kind of a a, a a an access point on the other side of the thing so roots comes into the map on that side and then uh, disables the uh the security so that i can come through the door but then roots needs to to uh get through something some kind of a a, a motion sensor security thing so on this end i've got to uh you know disable the electricity for a little while so i got to work my way through the level a little bit get to a a power box and disable that for just a moment but not so long that it gives us away right uh that sort of gameplay uh that sort of co-op i could see working um that's true i didn't think about that although i would warn you about putting your hopes on roots to get you out of there we're probably going to die but I'll, I'll try my best coach okay so well the other thing i really love about this game even though it is a stealth game and it makes you play it as a stealth game uh when it all breaks down and you're found out i mean you you can go down in a blaze of glory right you you don't just die or get shot uh you have enough firepower on you that you can resist for a little while yeah yeah and you can actually get away too if you can hide get away far enough away right Right, right. You kill a few guys, and then uh, if you can manage to get out of the area and hide before the backup gets there, you can uh, you can survive and keep going, even yeah. though it does penalize you um, with the uh, the leaderboard stuff at the end. Yeah, see, I don't care about that stuff. I just want to finish the game. I'm sure Mame Fan probably finished it and leaderboard it, uh, which is amazing. 
But, you know, all of that being said, it still wasn't number one, right? It didn't win the uh, Johnny Come Lately Award, although um, it was definitely good enough to win, but there was something that we felt was a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, th this definitely good enough to win and would have won in most years, but uh, I feel like we have an exceptional IP that has launched in just recent weeks, not very long ago at all. Uh, and in fact, we just gave out a couple of copies of it. That's Vin Ooh. VR Adventure. Uh, Roots, I mean, we've been beaming about this game since we got it. It's a return uh, to so many of the things that we loved about the old school platformers, not only uh, with the gameplay, but with the character, with the world, with the story, everything that you need in an IP to have long-term success. And I'd be shocked if these guys don't achieve everything they set out to. Oh, I know. And I can't wait for a sequel because I know it's coming because this one's so good. And one of the best things, Wes, that made me happy lately is reading the comments um, in our YouTube uh, to them responding to us and them saying that uh, they also, like us, um, like hard types of games like this. So they created it thinking um, exactly what that people would love it. And I know this is... Like, I, I just everything in 2020, it just seems like they want to make hand it to you. You know, you got to at least let make me work for it for a little bit, you know? So, yeah, you know who else loves it hard, Rich? <laughs> My mom. <laughs> yeah. That's right. She absolutely loves it like that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I kind of felt like, uh, even though some stiff competition this year, uh, again, Jupiter Grod, Pop One, Covert Ops. Uh, I kind of feel like Vin VR Adventure was a no-brainer for uh, the Johnny Come Lately Award. Yeah, especially specifically Johnny Come Lately Award, man. It really came the latest of the all of those three, and um, it's just amazing. You know, I love Pop One, but uh, um, I just it's not Vin VR, bro. Yeah, I see them both having a lot of success, but I, I honestly, off of the strength of this title, I could see. Um, I could see this studio maybe getting picked up one day by one of the big players, which I guess I probably could say the same for Big Box VR uh, as well, right? Or in Dreams. Really, I mean, there's there. we said it at the top. There's no wrong answer here. Uh, you know what's funny about all three of those? Um, I would almost think that they were already picked up, you know, by their games. You know what I mean? So they will be picked up at some point. So I agree. Right, they have that uh, quality level that makes it seem like they're exclusive, right? Yeah, and they all took their time, and they all, uh, you know, at least I know for sure this one and um, Pop One for just very feedback um, from the community, right? Like, I know uh, Mash Daddy was in the beta and stuff, and he, I mean, the communities are just really, really feeding, giving a lot of feedback, and that helps. So, yeah. Yeah, when you got a good developer, that, that's all you need, right? Feedback yep. and then uh, technical, uh, the, the technical know-how to uh, remedy any situation. And these uh, these guys all have it. Yeah. Right. Uh, so let's move on to our next award. And the next one was uh, just about as difficult to uh, decide as this one was. And it's the Jumanji Award. Roots Jumanji. You know, everybody's yelling Jumanji at the end of... Uh, 2020 hoping to uh wake up and get back to normal <laughs> oh god if we only could right yeah yeah well, it was trending on twitter even on new year's eve oh was it really oh that's a yeah. real thing wow i said i don't do twitter. i need to do twitter west i 
feel like there's a hole in my soul. There's a hole in my <laughs> soul. Um, an interesting, an interesting one here. And I feel like, uh, you know, the one that immediately popped out to me when we started talking about this one was a game we just talked about a moment ago, uh, Phantom Covert Ops. Uh, I feel like Phantom Covert Ops is, uh, it's one of the most immersive games that I've ever played. And if it wasn't such a, a, a special title that I had going up against it here, um, I feel like uh, it would have been a no-brainer for that one. And, and really, uh, it took some convincing uh, from you, from the, the others who voted, uh, to get me to come off of that one because uh, that game just so immersive. I know. It's crazy, too, with the winner, man. You would think. Uh, would have been uh, a little bit easier to come uh, come over to our side, but uh, no, you're right. It's very immersive, man. It's one of the most immersive, immersive games, and I've said it before. If it can uh, hold main fan through a full single setting that or session, then uh, I think it was one, right? I know I said one on something else, and it was two, and I got corrected. So that's for the correction. Uh, another couple of honorable mentions here, really quickly before we name the winner. A Paper Beast, I felt like, was a very immersive game, not only uh, based on the beautifully rendered world that they uh, stick you in, but uh, also the, the physics, uh, when you interact with the animals and the objects in the world. Uh, you know, Boneworks always gets a lot of credit. Saints and Sinners always gets a lot of credit. Alex always gets a lot of credit for implementing uh, realistic weight and physics in games. But people don't talk about Paper Beast enough in this light because they did just the same. Yeah, that's true. I think a lot of people haven't tried it and they need to. They have no idea, right? Just it's a little well, weird. It, it, it looks boring. To, to watch the footage of it, it looks boring. Well, that's exactly what we thought until we tried it, right? So. Yeah, it gets kind of boring until you make some things happen, right? You, when you're trying to figure out what to do and you get stumped for a minute, you start to get bored. But when you figure it out, uh, it's like... Um, it's like picking a thread from a from a, a shirt, and then it all starts to unravel, right? And that's kind of how playing pe Paper Beast works out. Yeah, I agree. It takes you a minute to find that thread, but when you find it, you know, everything just falls right off. And for the other game uh, that I wanted to give just a quick shout out, it's not technically a 2020 release, but it is. It's a 2020 release on Oculus Quest. And uh, that's Tetris Effect. I mean, we've praised this game for its immersion, uh, you know, probably 50 times at this point over the course of the last year or so. Uh, but the way that this game blends uh, and, and melds all five senses together, well, maybe not taste and smell, mm -hmm. but uh, the way it, it blends sight, sound, and feel all together is uh, it's very unique and uh there, there really isn't another game in VR that does it quite like that. Yeah, how weird would that be, Wes? Taste and smell, bro. Like, I know that sound. Well, okay, I know it's coming to some extent, but, like, I just think that, you know what I mean? Like, there's good and bad smells, you know? Like, there's really, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just, uh, there's certain things I figure I, I don't know if I want to go down that road. And even if it's not the, the chemical spray, uh, maybe I'll feel different, but there's got to be a limit, you know, like no foul smells. Don't care how realistic you want to be immersed and smell something. No, man, I'll pass. 
Yeah. But uh, as far as the uh, the tools we have at our devices today, the uh, people at Enhance, uh, you know, they they've mastered them, and uh, that that's a masterpiece of a game, and would have been a a great selection as the winner of the Jumanji Award. But it was not the winner, Roots. I feel like we have uh, we have a very deserving winner in a special case and a special game in the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Uh, this game is a next level immersive for so many different reasons uh whether that be the uh the interaction with the characters and the uh you know the kind of um you, you know it's not just the story either i mean the story can take off in any direction based on what you do but uh i mean the npcs they just keep on living their lives you might go to an, uh, an area of the map one day and it be abandoned and just come back to it randomly another day just to scavenge and you'll find out that people have moved into that area now and uh, and you can deal with them and uh, sometimes even they'll have side quests and things for you to do. Uh, there's also, um, as we mentioned before, the very uh, realistic physics that they have in this game and of all the games that we mentioned that that use this type of next-gen physics, I kind of feel like uh, Saints and Sinners is the one that nailed it, right? Yeah, they nailed everything. I mean, it's got everything good about it, right? This, the, the crafting, the, the weapons, they all feel good. I mean, it's just an all-around um, very immersive game. All of it equals feeling like you're really in that moment, so... Yeah, and we talked about it earlier with the uh, 3D audio even and the in the uh, immersive audio mode that they added in so that your mic's on always. And and if you're talking to someone in real life, you hear your voice in game echoing through the halls. And you're not the only one that hears it. The walkers hear it too. Yeah, that's next level for sure. Yeah, so, so many firsts on this game uh, as far as immersion goes, as far as innovation goes um just a masterpiece of a game and like i said any other year phantom covert ops would have just been a no-brainer for me here but uh you know every now and then a michael jordan comes along and uh people don't pay so much attention to charles barkley anymore right yeah no shoot even uh larry bird they don't pay as much oh i guess just in time (laughs) anyway uh the winner of the, the jumanji award uh the walking dead saints and sinners a very deserving winner in my opinion i agree absolutely all right roots uh one more award to give away before we get to the big daddies uh as you all know we're going to be doing uh a game of the year uh for all three major platforms there's going to be a playstation game of the year there's going to be a quest game of the year there's going to be a pc game of the year but after that's all said and done we're not done because we're also going to name an overall game of the year. That's irregardless of any platform, just the overall VR game of the year. And that could come from any platform, but uh, some of these games like Tetris effect that uh, released last year and then got ported into to quest this year, those will not be eligible for the overall game of the year. Uh, but before we do that, we have one more very important award, Roots, and I would almost 
say that the Tarantino Award, uh, I mean, it's right there with the Game of the Year awards, right? Yeah, dude, I definitely would say so for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the games that are in here are uh, some of the best. Yeah, so the Tarantino Award, we felt like we needed uh, an award for those games that didn't have the big budget. You know, those games that didn't have Oculus or Sony behind them uh, pumping money into it. Uh, you know, we we always express our eternal gratitude to the independent developers uh, because they kept us alive during the slow years. During the VR is dead era, mm. uh, it was the independent VR developers that kept us with games. And some of these games are very good. And uh, I, I kind of felt like they deserved their own category. Um so that they could get some recognition and uh we're not just giving all the awards to the the half-life alexes and the iron mans and the saints and sinners and so on and and so forth even though some of those uh developers might technically be independent that's not what we're talking about here we're talking about smaller studios self-owned businesses uh people who really embody the spirit of independent game development there's a lot of them out there too right one two yeah. three people studios that it's like amazing the games they put out you would think could have been put out by a studio of 20 right and you're like what the hell are the 20 doing man if this three people or this one person is doing this the hell is going on here bro right and, and again there were some really great breakout studios this year in the game studios um I mean, we, we could probably do a whole show on the indie studios that broke out in VR this year. And we had so many great indie games that came out this year uh, that, you know, like the previous two awards, uh, kind of hard to pick a winner here. I mean, uh, plenty of, you know, great games that deserve mentioning here. Uh, I, I would submit that uh, Layers of Fear and Blair Witch on the Oculus Quest, both great games from Bluer Team uh, that really turned out well on Oculus Quest, and uh, and then we have our usual suspects, right? The games that we've been praising pretty much this entire episode for the whole show: uh, Jupiter God from Game Dust, uh, you know, In Death Unchained from Super Bright, and uh, Vin VR Adventure from Monologic. All of those games phenomenal and any one of them would make a great winner of uh of this award yeah they both all, all three actually nailed it um all the developers with those three games are phenomenal and like you said they're definitely uh definitely could um be up for it for sure but indie games indie games that you wouldn't know were indie uh, or that they came from an independent studio by playing them games that absolutely felt like they had a big team and lots of money behind them uh, and just quickly, uh, we know that technically population one would work here uh, because Big Box technically uh, an independent studio, but we kind of felt that it uh, was kind of a little bit of the violation of the spirit of the award because it is kind of a bigger team and it did have some Oculus money that, that went into the development of the game. So we kind of disqualified Pop One from this one. Um, but uh, I mean, th these other games, uh, any one of them would have made a great winner for this category. 
but the one that that won i i kind of felt like i mean there's no question this game was quite a surprise wasn't it yeah it was a surprise uh it's a surprise to know that it was like pretty much one person that did most of it and this person is like the prodigy king of the world and uh, he's tied to valve so girolo must love him and uh <laughs> we're talking about vertigo remastered right yeah, dude, this game was just awesome. And and we knew it would be, right? Because, uh, you know, everybody raving about Vertigo 2, we could see from the footage of Vertigo 2 in that demo that uh, that Vertigo 2 is going to be a great game. Um, but when we heard that, they, that he was taking the time to remake Vertigo 1 uh, in the new engine, uh, you know, all of a sudden, instant excitement because... I mean, not only is this an awesome, going to be an awesome full-length VR game from, again, you know, I think Prodigy is a, a good description of uh, of Zach, Mr. Brown, if you will. Um, but we, we knew that we were going to get a, a very good game, and, and a lot of people were going to be getting it for free. And uh, you know how we feel about free stuff. Uh, I love free. And that was my favorite part of it, Wes, is I didn't even know I owned the game. I went to my library, and I was like, oh, God, it's in here um free bro and uh what was amazing is like we expected it to be good but i didn't expect it to be this good you know what i mean to me it's it's better than boneworks bro like everyone loves boneworks i think this game is better than boneworks um because it actually has a good story and it's um it's just really good it's so unique and uh i can't wait to see uh vertigo 2 yeah, uh, a lot of people make that comparison because it does kind of have a similar feel to it. Not not really so much in the gameplay per se, but just the kind of the aesthetic and the feel that you get from being in this world is kind of the same feeling you get when you're in uh, Boneworks, kind of that uh, next level science fiction-y uh, feeling to it. Uh, and, and what you're saying there with the gameplay versus Boneworks, I mean it's a, it's certainly a lot easier to play you know boneworks can be quite frustrating at times uh i didn't have any problem playing this game at all uh and so many different uh mechanics that they've got going on in this uh, you know tons of different things that they're doing here any one of which you could build a game around but uh, a lot of different stuff you're doing here yeah and don't get me wrong i'm not saying boneworks is bad i'm just saying that i prefer this even better than boneworks boneworks was really good this is really good plus and uh it's more it's more of a game right it's yeah. more of a conventional game yeah it's not much it's not a tech demo um and and then the fact that uh like he gave it away for free bro this was so good he didn't have to give it away for free to the people that owned it already this is a remastered version completely new um but roots got it it just showed up in my library bro like i said it was uh, i somehow bought it and i i can't believe it it was uh the best investment I've ever had. So. Yeah, so uh, on a, a very long list of awesome indie games that uh, that came out in 2020, we feel like Vertigo Remastered certainly deserves to sit atop that list. Yep, absolutely. All right, well, there you have it, folks. Now we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. But first, before we name the PlayStation VR game of the year roots what say we give away a playstation game oh i say it sounds good so you all know what that means we've done it 50 
flew billion times at this point. When we see Oprah, uh, we know it's time to give away a game. And uh, unlike literally every other giveaway throughout the course of this show, there is only one of these keys for this game left. Now, don't worry. Uh, I know you PSVR people, if you're still around, have been waiting patiently uh, for your turn. There are more PSVR games coming between now and the end of the show. I assure you there's lots of them. So just hang in there. But there's only one copy of this game. This is a PlayStation VR key. This is from North America. And the first person who names this game fully in the chat will win this key. All right, so I think it uh, they're playing some kind of a sport here, it looks like, Roots. Yeah. And, uh, I'm sure somebody, if there's anybody in the chat who actually wants this game, they probably already know what it is, and they probably already won that. So uh, why don't we throw it back to ourselves so we can name the winner and uh, get on with the rest of the show. All right, Roots. Wes, take it from here. <laughs> well, there we have it. Uh, looks like we have ourselves a winner here. Uh, if I am reading this correctly, everyone's golf is going to Hids UU. So congratulations, Hids UU, on winning what most people say is a pretty solid game. Yeah, my mic was off. Yeah, I was worried about your mic being off, and uh, I ended up leaving mine off. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, this game is really good physics-wise. I told you, I just can't get past that chick. She's, like, out there. She's bossy. She's trying to tell me what to do. Like, I want to pick my own golf club. But uh, people say this game is amazing. I used to own it. I owned it on PlayStation VR before I sold it, and uh, now you can own it on PlayStation VR as well. Excellent, excellent. And uh, no comment uh, giveaway for this one, but uh, hang in there because the next giveaway coming up very, very soon because we're down to it now, right? Game of the year, PlayStation, West, PCBR, and then the game of the year overall. And in between, I, I, let me check my format here. I think I've got a a giveaway in between every category here uh check check no i was talking about i guess it was hidzu you got the, the game right the everyone yeah, 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 yeah okay i didn't hear that but uh cool everybody loves raymond <laughs> that's what dan kitty said <laughs> uh oh wait a minute did i get it wrong um, I oh, it's everybody's golf. Yeah. Oh, hit you. You didn't get it. You're right. It's not everyone's golf. It's everybody's golf. Oh, so who won it? So that was uh, Aiden. Aiden. Aiden won that one. Oh, was My that bad? Did Aiden not win? Or I mean, not. Uh, um, win no, he's got the. He, he didn't get the uh, the thing right, and I didn't even notice it. Chat caught it. So uh, yeah. thanks a lot, everyone in chat. Now that's sorry. Uh, Sorry, Hids, um, that was my mistake. But Dave, no, don't worry about that. We want to be very specific. Like, we, there's a misspelling, and then there's just not it, it being off. And uh, 
um it's not your golf that's all right you know what uh you still have an opera is this one that they don't have an opportunity for this is only uh, one right we only had one of, we only had one of these but we've got more we've got more coming up very very shortly here yeah there might be a game that you don't have that's coming up you'll be glad you didn't win it uh, yeah i probably will actually uh anyway uh let, let's talk about playstation vr and let's talk about the playstation vr game of the year you know the, a lot's been said uh about playstation vr especially over the last three to four months people counting it out uh because it's had a slow end of the year i mean it pretty much dropped off the face of the earth uh with regards to new releases uh but you know people they have short memories because uh playstation vr had a fairly solid 2020 and when i look at each you know game of the year uh debate i think playstation vr is probably the most difficult one to pick a winner in yeah yeah absolutely just because of the weirdness around it right somebody i guess aiden doesn't have the playstation vr so he can't win that key he's saying to give <laughs> to somebody else oh but <laughs> uh should, should we just let uh i mean uh should we let the guy keep it that had it as everyone's golf if yeah or... if he wants to keep it for sure absolutely yeah okay i, I felt bad taking it from him and uh yeah so I, I guess i guess we'll uh <laughs> i already forgot the uh hids hids you you uh congratulations once again uh we're just gonna go ahead and call you the winner we'll call it a misspelling and uh Drillo says yeah. what's a psvr he doesn't understand he's confused yeah Drillo tried to win the win the uh win the copy <laughs> he said everyone's golf just like hids did <laughs> yeah that's true anyway uh some some awesome solid titles came out on playstation vr this year first of all star wars squadrons i mean what is there to say about this that we haven't already it's the triple a star wars experience that we've been waiting for pretty much since day one and not only uh i mean the multiplayer in this game for most people would have been enough i mean you've got a, a multi-platform flat vr uh all in multiplayer game that's dogfighting uh, and it's set back in the in the golden age right back in the age of the the early movies so that would have been enough to sell this game but the fact that it has an eight hour story campaign i mean that's just off the chain this is a uh, a legitimate triple a vr game and uh it's one that i'll point out that while people were complaining about problems that they were having on pc the playstation vr community was just uh having the time of their life with it because there weren't such problems on playstation yeah yeah, it's definitely a solid title for sure. And uh I'm enjoying it. So Yeah, Drillo uh Gerillo, uh agrees that Hids should get it. So uh yeah, so I don't know if Hids he might have he might have ran out the door when we took it away from him. Uh so uh Aiden Aiden says, Wait, it's too late, bro. It's too late, okay? <laughs> Dude, I'm assuming uh, you didn't just go buy a PlayStation VR. <laughs> That'd be cool, right? Wait, I do have one. I forgot. It's right here. All right, I'm going to make sure Hids knows that the game is... Uh, oh, he said is. thanks again, question mark. Yeah, so this is the final thing. 
Um, if I'm right, I'd be like, do I have it? Don't I have it? Um, yeah, I'm confused too. Who won? <laughs> they say it's the most realistic golfing game um, in VR, uh, as far especially with uh, regular golfing, right? So definitely a good yeah. pickup. Anyway, uh, back to the uh, discussion here. Uh, what, what else? What else came out on uh, PlayStation VR this year? Well, uh, there was that game Minecraft that happened to make its way onto PlayStation VR. Only like one of the most requested VR games. Uh, I mean, period. I mean, everybody loves Minecraft. And, you know, unlike the uh, PC VR community, this game was very warmly uh recept had a very warm reception in the playstation vr community people uh flocked to it people are still playing it and people bought playstation vrs to play it so uh you really couldn't go wrong with minecraft either as a game of the year yeah yeah i agree it was definitely i mean i like i said earlier i love minecraft myself in vr and uh i definitely think it's it's a great addition i i can't wait to see it go to quest People think this is a kid's game and on the surface it's just like anything else you know yeah rec room is geared towards kids in a sense but you can have fun with it same thing here it's an artistic game and uh it's cool yeah and so i mean and i'll i'd like to point out i probably should have at the top here the criteria that we look at when we talk about game of the year we're not necessarily uh, saying, well, this is my favorite game or this is the best game. There, there's really a, a large criteria that we take in. Sure, we take in what the best game uh, and the funnest for us to play is, mm -hmm. but there's so many other things to take into account, like uh, how many people bought it, how many people are playing it, what kind of longevity do we expect it to have? Uh, you know, does it sell headsets? And uh, And then there's the votes from the Discord, which we did say, uh, would hold a lot more weight when it comes to these game of the year uh, awards as opposed to the earlier awards. So there's there's a, wa a wide variety of things that we look at when we discuss who uh, who the winners are going to be, and um, that's uh, you know these criteria uh, that we just mentioned. I mean. Uh, if, if we're going by that, then we have to consider dreams as well, right? Because while dreams isn't a quote unquote game per se, it's a game engine. Uh, there's a, it's a library of games as well. Uh, I mean, sure. Many of them are short, not all of them are VR, but, uh, th there's some good stuff in dreams. And, uh, when you, when it comes to longevity and replayability, I think out of all of these games that, uh, that we're listing here today dreams probably has the most potential to be uh you know still in use three four five years down the road people are still going to be in dreams creating and playing and that is not an insignificant thing no especially with the playstation 5 out there now with the more 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 power and um you were saying it before that dreams is kind of like at the early stage of pc vr in a sense of like tech demos and like people are just trying stuff out and once they really get a foothold you're going to see some amazing things and so um i agree it definitely is it puts it into the consideration um for game of the year because of of its potential of what it could do now granted that potential didn't um overshadow the the winner but it definitely um it was discussed and it's a it's definitely a good futuristic thing and every time i see this damn trailer it makes me hungry for some bacon and eggs <laughs> just throw that out there 
And then we come to our uh, winner for narrative in a VR game this year overall. And that was Marvel's Iron Man VR. Uh, I mean, what, what can we say about this? You know, we, we've been waiting in VR for four years now to have a legitimate superhero VR game. And it wasn't until Marvel's Iron Man VR that we had that game. Uh, not only that, not only was the storytelling awesome, but the, uh, the controller tracking was innovative and some of the best, if not the best, on PlayStation VR. Uh, this uh, is a AAA quality game coming from a small studio and uh, certainly one of the best games on, v on PSVR, period, and certainly deserves to be considered for PlayStation VR game of the year. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh, the best, like you said, the best superhero game we have in VR, hands down, um, on any platform. Uh, definitely is a good game for sure. But at the end of the day, Roots, there can only be one best game. And I, that really counts for a lot. And then when you put in the votes of the Discord behind it, and my vote, and your vote, and the patrons' votes, on top of the fact that it's the only PlayStation VR game that has Gen 2 VR game physics, you know, it's the only Gen 2 VR game on PlayStation VR. I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. I, I would consider... The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners to be the best game on PlayStation VR. Now, is it my favorite? No, no. I I, I tend to like Resident Evil Seven above all VR games, but uh, you know, I recognize that I have a personal bias towards uh, disturbingly, uh, emotionally, emotionally disturbing horror games. Uh, so that's kind of a my taste thing. But if you ask me, what the best? playstation vr game is i'm probably going to say the walking dead saints and sinners so uh how could you not pick the best game ever on the platform to be game of the year yeah it was a no-brainer this was a, a little bit easier we went through all those games for those reasons and then we said but um it's not walking dead saints and sinners it does have the best uh physics um just everything man everything about this game uh, is different from just about any other game on PlayStation VR. And um, I tell you, man, people's eyes light up when they hear Walking Dead in VR, and it doesn't matter what platform. Um, it's amazing. Mepper says each of our votes count as a 1,000. Now, we, we count it like, I don't know, if I had to put a numerical value on it, probably like three. three. And then like the patrons, they get two, you know, because they, uh, they were in the discussion, so they had to... Uh, they had uh, a chance to sway our um, sway our opinions. So yeah, and we don't we try to take ourselves out of the equation as far as what we like personally. Um, you know, there's a lot of games that uh, we wanted to get in there that didn't even make the mix, right? The games that we enjoy. So yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, of course, it, it's one of our favorite games, but I mean. It's because it's so damn good. I'm not going to apologize for that. Uh, and again, we we're pretty upfront from the very beginning that it is not a democracy. Uh, we we do count the votes, and we did say that um, that if it were a unanimous, that we would uh, that we would go against the way that we even felt, even if we were both on the same page. If it's unanimous, it's unanimous, and we'll submit. It's kind of like what we did last year. We kind of went with the Discord last year. With the overall game of the year instead of what we felt should be the overall game of the year 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway, uh, a deserving, uh, a deserving uh, winner. I mean, of course, all of these are going to be debatable. Uh, but at the end of the day, we're giving you our thought process, how we come to the conclusion. And at the end of the day, if it's the best game on PlayStation VR, then it has to be the game of the year. Yeah. Yep. yep. I agree. Uh, so let's give away some games here. Uh, let's give away this next game. Uh, it is non, uh, we don't have a platform for it. It's winner's choice on the platform. So you can get it on PlayStation NA, you can get it on PlayStation EU, you can get it on Quest, you can get it on Oculus, you can get it on whatever you want, bro. Get it on Steam if you want to. If it was on Go, you could get it on that. But uh, two to give away in the chat, one to give away in the comments first two to name the game wins the key on the platform of your choice it's all quiet yeah very quiet <laughs> it gets all I'm just quiet waiting. i'm waiting for someone to talk to me yeah uh, even though i'm reading <laughs> Oh. Uh, a lot of people were going to have this one but uh, i'm counting on there being some new vr owners uh, at least show up in the uh, comments that don't have this one yet. And it's a great game, especially on the uh, the Oculus Quest. Uh, not very many of these types of campaigns on on Quest, so uh, a valuable game to have in your library there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And anybody that Sion. wants Sion, Sion yeah. winning the first copy. Anybody else? Shelton, did Shelton Shelton already won one, right? Yeah, um, I believe so, but I can't remember. It's not Half-Life Alex, that's for sure. Um, Chad White. Chad White came through. He didn't misspell it, but we we decided earlier we were going to take misspellings. So uh, Scion and Chad White have won copies of their choosing, the platform of your choosing for Apex Construct. One more copy to go to the comments. So if you didn't win, be sure to leave a comment and uh maybe you'll win next week when we draw yeah i, I think people are on to us too us they um found out gamer chick was bribing us apparently they said uh, yeah <laughs> so know, stupid, she's right? uh she's paying us uh in bitcoin yeah bitcoin Nobody, dude i'm rich. Un untraceable yeah and plus because our awards hold so much uh right. prestige right. you know what i mean <laughs> they were gonna she was just going to uh leave it to chance but after uh after alex won at the uh the game awards this year i mean yeah uh, she, she had to lock down the virtual strangers 2020 show you know yeah i hear you man <laughs> all right so uh scion won one and uh let's see shelton already won one so we had to uh we had to give it to the next one which was chad white chad uh was this steam key or quest key actually it's any of the keys you want Tyon. any any key you can get it on quest on steam on playstation oculus uh, oculus whatever bro I, I would suggest getting it on oculus over steam because it is a uh a cross by title and uh if you do happen to pick up a quest 10 whenever it comes out uh you'll be able to play it on that as well yeah absolutely yeah, Dave Station, uh, you know, without Pearl taking that uh, those big bucks from Disney, that's why I was getting cracked up on their thing the other day. They were talking about how uh, 
I don't know that the, the, the idea come up that, that maybe they could take some kind of a bribe or something. And that they said that they never would. And I'm like, well, you know, Disney, you know, uh, yeah. yeah, whatever, whatevs, man, uh, people that watch their channel know what we're talking about and people that don't should watch their channel. Anyway, let's, uh, let's talk about Oculus quest and the Oculus quest game of the year. Um, another another tough call here a lot of newbies here roots a lot of new uh titles that popped up but just were so good that you they couldn't be ignored and we're going to start with uh, lies beneath and i am a bit biased towards this one because like i said before uh, i love the uh emotionally disturbing horror games and this one has it but it's not your typical you better hide horror game this is you better pick up your weapons and fight for your life horror game. And, uh, it, you know, it has a, a very specific uh, art style in uh, the 3D audio, as we mentioned earlier. Phenomenal. This game does so many things well. The storytelling is awesome. Uh, it, it really is a great, great game. And uh, it's great on Quest and on Rift. And, and it's very difficult to tell the difference between the two. So uh, we certainly could have went, could not have gone wrong had we chosen Lies Beneath. Yeah, no, it's a very, very good game. I agree. And uh, I don't know, it's something that I enjoy and I want to go through. And somebody in the chat earlier today said Roots, I think it was Spry Guy, or somebody who asked if I, they, I was sure that I was at the last boss. And now I don't know, Wes. I thought it was. I mean, it was so epic looking. Maybe it wasn't the last boss. And I got more game to go than I, I think I think that uh, when when I come into um, beginning to practice my New Year's resolution from earlier, that this this is probably going to be at very close to the top of my list. I, I really enjoyed this game. I played it recently, actually. Played it on. Uh, uh, I think I played this one on my G two actually. How'd it look? Was it good? No, it wasn't G two. It wasn't G two. It was a uh, virtual desktop. I played it on Quest two with my virtual desktop, and uh, played great. Oh, nice. Well, I'll tell you what, I um I enjoy it and uh definitely worth picking up, but it didn't win. No, it did not. Uh but this next game very nearly did. In Death Unchained. How many times have we praised this game uh in this episode today? I mean, it's got to be 30 times. Uh and there's a reason for that. It's the best archery in VR. Period. This is a team again that took a, a, a game from PC, a popular game, and made it better, and not just by a little bit, made it a lot better, not just in terms of gameplay, but in terms of content. They added to it. They built upon it. And uh, it's one of the best games on Oculus Quest today. Yeah, it's apparently too scary for some people because they added that one mode where you're, like, far removed from all the stuff. I like to turn a corner, and there's zombies there, Wes, and they, go, like, jump in your face. It's cool yeah and then uh then there's the game that i keep continue to heap praise upon uh, every chance i get phantom covert ops i mean we were talking with uh with our friend gt last night just about how okay good this game we're almost there on Quest. phantom zero two stand by to deploy version when it when it got its enhancement patch I mean, your mission is to investigate is really and evaluate any potential threat this is a stealth mission get in assess their operation the then get out very much the same experience on, uh, on PC, 
which is uh, a very, very innovative and immersive game, unlike uh, I've ever played before. I mean, we've never quite played anything like this. Yeah. Really good. Uh, Command at towards all phantom call signs. We have you in position. Operation is a go. Watch yourself, uh, you hear me? We don't know what's waiting for you out there. Oh, there is audio on the trailer, and it's pretty damn loud, bro. That's weird, because we went through everything. I call that a uh, phasmophobia. There's a ghost in the <laughs> right. wall. So sorry about that, guys. Uh, basically, what you already know what we said. That This game is immersive. This game is innovative. We've never played a game quite like this uh, before on any platform. And the fact that uh, this game is so good on oculus quest 2 uh i mean it, we'd be remiss if we didn't bring it up and, and give it an honorable mention and uh i mean again like the previous two this very well could have been the game of the year yeah absolutely for sure uh so then we have the last two candidates roots and it's a tough one because both of these very special games in their own right yeah yeah uh, they're both hold a uh, special place in my heart wes both really good games totally different types of games um but they're both really amazing so uh i mean the first of all population one i mean uh has there ever been a game that you've put more time into in vr than population one roots no i'm over 200 hours and uh um I just keep playing it i can't stop do you, do you think that there's another game that has sold headsets quite like population one? Oh, that's that's the debatable thing right like um i mean population one is definitely selling a lot of headsets but i, I think there's an ip out there that's a little bit more well known um and uh i, I see people light up every time i bring it up what no matter what platform it is uh, that oh this is in vr um just one well, that's the thing, man. Uh, and when, when it comes down to it, uh, like we said before with uh, PlayStation VR, there can only be one best game on the platform, period. The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. What can I say, dude? This is a feat of engineering that this thing even runs on Oculus Quest, let alone runs to the, to the uh, degree of quality that it does i mean uh you, you know we say it's a feat for them to be able to pull off these next level physics on playstation vr they're doing this on a mobile chip not just on quest 2 which is amazing but they're doing this on quest 1 which is mind-blowing to me every time i play that game regardless of platform i think to myself how in the world did they get this to run on quest what did they sacrifice to the devil to make this thing work because it doesn't make sense to me roots it doesn't compute uh and when i say that there's no other games like this on quest there's no other games like this on quest and i don't know how long it's going to be before we ever see another game like this on quest uh it really uh, of all three versions i wouldn't say that this is the best version but I would say that it's the biggest accomplishment. Uh, just so impressed uh, with the Quest version of it. And again, like I mentioned at the top, 
uh in a couple of weeks they're going to get the uh the trial dlc added into it as well so they're going to get the uh the full package just like everyone else well, i'll tell you what too you know it was close we i mean the the conversation especially between pop one and walking dead for different reasons um because i'm right up there with everybody uh, population's my one number one game uh but like we've said many times it's not our personal favorites and as much time as I've spent in it, um, we we put a lot of um, credibility in the fact of what the community overall believes. And there is a shitload of people that love Population One, but it's not close to the amount of people that even know Walking Dead. Like, not everybody's into shooters. You know what I mean? Like, it's overall, it's just bigger than Pop One in my point. And then maybe a year from now, we'll be having a different conversation. Um, and I think we yeah, probably well, well, this, this is my favorite quest game. I mean, there's nothing else on quest like this. Now, now when I talk about, you know, a campaign, you know, a story-based campaign, there are some other games. There, there are your apex constructs. There are your phantom covert ops. But the fact of the matter is the way that those games deal with the limitations of the hardware is by having short campaigns. This is not a short campaign. And it's not a small world or a small map. Again, I don't know how they did it. Yeah, uh, Dave Station uh, says, um, Matt West totally missed a setup there. Guess who else likes the full package? <laughs> yeah. My mom! Boom! Oh, she does. Yeah, she does. Ooh. Hell yeah. It doesn't work quite as well belated, but it still works. Uh, it works. Yeah, as long as I catch it, we're doing it. Um, but yeah, so that's our thinking. And it actually was um a uh, hard deliberation uh you can ask uh, the patrons that were there and uh you know i, I yeah we, we almost right. yeah we almost gave gave it to pop one just based on the fact that we we felt like pop one deserves some recognition here like it it deserves to be recognized up here with these games um but at the end of the year the jury's still out on what kind of longevity that that game really is going to have. We think that people are going to be playing this game for a long time. Uh, but the fact of the matter is it's been out a, a few months at this point and uh, we don't really know. Uh, and that's an important when you're considering a, a, a multiplayer game, that's an important thing. People have to keep coming back to it. Um, and again, you know, at the end of the day, if you want to simplify it and boil it all down to one thing, there's only one best game on the platform. And uh, if the best game of the platform came out in 2020, then it's the game of the year. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's really as simple as that. True, true. All right. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's give away a, a quest game. I think pretty sure this next one is a, a quest key. Uh, yeah. So uh, a little, a little, we're going to do something a little different here. We've got one Oculus key for the chat. But here's the thing. Uh, we're going to give away two different games in the comments afterwards. So we've got one for the chat that we can't, we only have one. We can't give it to the, uh, to the comments, the comments giveaway. But we're going to add two more titles to the comments giveaway, two other really good ones. So, um, so it's, it's a win on both ends here. So. Yep. And then Bidey, I agree. Pop One is not slowing down right now. I agree. And it's just, we just don't know. And it's a, just a lot of things, um, but uh, everything we just listed. So, so uh, anyway, one copy of this game on Oculus, up for grabs. 
Uh, name the game, and it is yours. Wow, Roots, this looks uh, this looks familiar. Like somebody was just talking about this game. Yeah. Ooh, things are about to get messy, bro. Real messy. Messy. I was actually thinking about that earlier when we were talking about this game. Like, if messy were in this game, how messy would it get? <laughs> it looks pretty know. messy, bro. Ooh, I uh, think uh, got... Diz. We got people. Yeah, Diz did, has Diz won one yet? Uh, my job and Ecto have both won, I think. But he did. Wasn't it? Isn't it uh, the full title there? Um... Uh, oh yeah, that's true. That is true. I, I wasn't even thinking. I don't even know the full title. That's what it is <laughs> of this game. It's what uh, Diz so, put down there. Yeah, Diz won a copy of Hello Puppets earlier though. Uh, so let's see here. Cook out a sandwich tail. Brandon can't win it uh dave says this game kicks ass oh diz already did win yeah so the the title's out there guys it's it's up for uh grabs those of you if any of you out there who hasn't won yet want a copy of this game uh spit it out or else we'll move on to the next game and give that one to the uh we'll give that one to the uh comments you said i got um, three oculus uh is this cross by spry guy got it VR Spry guy, he doesn't have it. He nice. he, uh, he decided to take it. So congratulations, VR Spry guy. You got yourself a, from what people say, a pretty solid title. Although I I don't see it when I look at it, do man. You, honestly, do you? Well, that's uh, about not my type of thing. Yeah, you could be right. a werewolf, bro. Um, do you uh, do you know if it's cross by on Oculus? I know it's I, on. I would assume so, but I don't know that. Okay, well, it just check guy it might be crossed by and you can not have it on your quest you don't own so i can uh, i can tell you in about a half a second here if you'll no i can't oh yeah i can here we go because you don't own it yeah da, 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 da. all right um a to z please oculus uh radio runt says he beat uh spry guy so i guess it may be that you got it you're right yeah did he get it uh i didn't catch it if he did uh yeah it absolutely is a um cross by well he said it's a cookout a sandwich take sorry or radio run everyone else gets a misspell no, that... but you <laughs> no just kidding <laughs> no no if he said it it's his dude he got it my, my bad uh sweet well i'll tell you what uh, a... radio run will use the cross by because he does have a quest too that's cool all right so you verified it was radio run before uh before spry guy right is that no, true? It, it was. Yeah, it was. I see it up there. If you serve 30 customers in endless mode and you, you'll get a free copy. Somebody oh, says. Oh, really? Yeah. That's nice. All right. So, yeah. Congratulations, Radio Runt. Sorry, Spry Guy. Yeah. Uh, my bad. I'm, I'm going to appoint someone to do this next year so I can't keep fucking it up the way I have been. Well, it'd be nice to have, uh, like, one of the moderators deal with it and then... Uh, we just do the show right yeah that'd be pretty cool yeah boom all right congrats radio Run. sorry spry guy maybe uh maybe the next one huh yeah we got other games so what other games are we giving away in the uh in the comments you might be wondering well uh cookout a sandwich tail comes to us 
from our friends at Resolution Games, and they also gave us a couple more of their games, Blast On and Akron Attack of the Squirrels. Both of those are Steam keys, by the way. The uh, the cookout was a was an Oculus key. Blast On and Akron Attack of the Squirrels are both Steam keys. And if you're interested in owning either of those, just uh, write the name of the game in the chat. Make sure you're subscribed and you know the drill. We'll pick winners next week. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, we're we're down to the nitty gritty now, Roots. TC VR game of the year. Mm. Um, a bit of a short list here. Not, I mean, as many games as as the previous discussions, but really, really, it, it comes down to three. We've got four here, but I, I just really wanted to mention Vin VR Adventure because I feel like if this game had come out in like march or april that it 100 percent would be part of the discussion for pc vr game of the year i think that highly of that game it's that good uh but again timing this game just came out uh the the jury's still out on it i haven't even finished it so i don't know i don't know um and then we have the other three right the big three everybody knows what it is right population one you know uh what have we not already said about this one it draws people in it sells headsets it's a phenomenon right now uh an absolutely uh awesome game on a multi-plat game but again multi-plat doesn't come into account We're, we're just worried about what's happening on pc right now and uh and when it comes to pc there was a couple of other games uh and i think everybody knows what these games are and the thing is roots with these last two i said it right i came in here expecting to do one thing and i'm going to end up doing another i said it uh when i put the rules out if it was unanimous that i i would i would go with with the discord right i said that i'll go with the discord if it's unanimous but but it was not unanimous. Uh, so, I mean, it was not unanimous. There was there was a few votes come in for the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, and then we had patrons come in with it. We had both you and I agreed that this was our favorite game on uh, on PC VR this year. With that said, at the end of the day. This is the PC VR game of the year. And there was one game that came out on PC this year that left a mark on the industry, unlike any other game that's ever been released in VR. And that game is Half-Life Alex. And at the end of the day, we can't deny what this game has done for PC VR. It's, uh, I mean, uh, most people would tell you that this is the best pc vr game ever i know i wouldn't agree with that I, I think that there are things that this game does better than other obviously the production values obviously there's some innovative mechanics in the game the storytelling is very good uh a little easy if you ask me i i, I didn't find much challenge in it i enjoyed it thoroughly i didn't find much challenge in it though i had a lot better time with the walking dead saints and sinners but at the end of the day 
this isn't about what's my favorite game, right? This is about the big picture. And I kind of feel like this has to be it. Well, everything that we just said that Walking Dead Saints and Sinners did for Quest sales, PC. I mean, like, you know, this this game sold indexes out. Like all the PC headsets were sold out because of this game when it came out. Like the what it's done for like you said earlier, not only is it like the the best game graphically and it's an amazing game, but um it's just driven so much into PC VR. I don't know, it's just really um what I was gonna say, very, very influential game. So in um in yeah, the, yeah, the this game this game is the the uh, has a lot to do with the pulse of PC VR right now. This game showed game developers and the big studios all over the world you can make money by by publishing a VR game on PC. It can be done, but you got to bring it. You got to have the goods. You have to put the time in and bring the game. It has to be legit. Can't be uh, a victory screen after every uh, cutscene, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you come with the legit game that's polished on day one, and then uh, I mean, not only that, but we also had to take into account, and this was a big part of it, if not the deciding factor, uh, Source Two, Source Two being open to the public to create content in this uh, in this game for years to come so long after we're done playing this campaign we're going to be playing new content uh over and over and over again and, and people say well that's not really the game well you have to buy the game to get that so it is it is the game these are half-life mods and to play the half-life mods you have to have half-life and uh it roots really that might have been the one thing that really decided it for us right you know what's funny as we talk about this um i think if this game would be because i felt the same way even though um i didn't breeze through it like um super west but um you know i did it was easy like you said i feel like the gameplay they like everything that um a lot of uh pc vr people will give shit to questicle graphics i feel like valve did the same thing with gameplay it it's not that they it's not good it's just simplified and you know it wasn't hard and if it had been super hard like if it had been a campaign that i was like fuck man this is crazy hard but i love it i would probably be saying um a different tune in a lot of these things because that was my biggest gripe is that the gameplay was a little bit simplistic still amazing um but simplistic you know so yeah 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 simplistic it was more about just uh, having objectives to drive you through the world. It, really, the whole draw and the joy of this game was being in this amazing world that they've created, unparalleled world that they've built here, uh, unparalleled realism in this world. Um, really, the gameplay was just uh, something to do, a reason to be in this wonderful place. And... Uh, you know, that's all it needed to be, right? Because everything else is so good. Uh, even, you know, outside of the gunplay, I really enjoyed uh, the, their take on magnet hands. You know, we've had a thousand games with magnet hands in it, but never have we sit and tossed items to ourselves. Like that that really is the main mechanic in the, in the game is uh, tossing things to yourself. Yeah. Well, and Jim Hall says it was easy on purpose to be our showcase title. 
Um, I get that, but at the same time, there's also an easy and a hard mode. Uh, you know what I mean? All you'd have to do is flip a switch. Like Lies Beneath, you know, has ridiculous mode. Um, you know, do the same thing. All they'd have to do is just flip a switch. It's as easy as that. The developer will tell you. Uh, it's probably not exactly. that easy. Uh, but they exactly. could do it. You know what I mean? Like it just. Uh, um, and it's I'm not knocking the gameplay. I just I I agreed with Wes right off the bat when this game first came out. He said it's a little easy. It's not a knock per se. It's just a preference. Same thing with uh, Ven VR. If Ven VR wasn't as hard as it is, I wouldn't like it as much. It's the honest truth, you know. So, yeah, and we need to be clear here. Uh, we're only being critical in the context of these other games that it's up against in terms of gameplay. We're not saying that it's not fun. It's it's a blast. Absolutely love the gameplay. Uh, it's just not my favorite. Uh, you know, and, and it was easy, and that was a problem. I mean, I started this game off on the hard difficulty. I never even played it on normal. I can't imagine what this game must have been like on normal because it was simple on e on, on hard. So, um, but a great game. It's a great game. It was a load of fun, and, and uh, you know what? A lot of these uh, these modded levels in Source Two are very hard, and that's why I like them so much. They're really fun yeah well that's why this game is so amazing with the mods and everything else you know that's what's funny you know it, it the mods make the difference it's just like the dojo bro you know this is the the dojo for alex and uh this is what that's why i like the game i think it's an amazing game i think it deserves pc vr game of the year hands down um it even ba beat wes's baby saints and sinners and it beat my baby population one what does that say right absolutely a deserving winner half-life alex and a, and a game that uh th that it's going to take many years i think before we if we ever see another game like this on pc i don't it might take another generation of pc hardware before we see anything that uh even competes with this in terms of uh the things that it does well yeah absolutely all right well uh we're really coming down to it now uh let me get my notes back up in front of me here and uh thought we had a uh a giveaway here but we don't yeah instead uh, we have a, a, a quick discussion here two categories awards that i forgot to uh to add in I actually there was a couple of awards that slipped my mind when i was doing the list and uh I just really quickly wanted to to name off what these awards are and we're not going to name winners, but each of them, I feel like have a, a couple of honorable mentions games that probably would have won had we named winners. Uh, but since we didn't take votes, uh, I'm not going to call an official winner here, but uh, the Marco Polo award from last year, best world to explore. All right. Best world to explore. You, one of the things we love to do in VR is travel to these other worlds and when we get one where we have a little bit of freedom, it's fun to explore. And really, there were two of them here. Both of them started as uh, as PlayStation VR exclusives, and one of them still a PlayStation VR exclusive. And that game is Separation, um, a small indie game, one-man developer team, uh, an awesome world to explore. Uh, pretty barren, it seems like at first, but a little bit of walking, a little bit of digging, a little bit of puzzling. Uh, we'll uncover a little bit more and uh, it gets very interesting pretty quickly. Uh, so separation certainly would have been in consideration for best world to explore as would paper beast. 
uh this game absolutely beautiful world to explore and i i described it to roots the other day the gameplay is kind of like uh searching a, a sweater for a loose thread and it's very difficult to find but once you find it and you start tugging on it the whole thing starts to unravel in front of you that's what the gameplay is like in paper beast tons of exploration and then uh and then once you figure out what you're supposed to do, the world just unfolds in front of you. So uh, separation, paper beast, probably the two best worlds to explore in uh, in VR this year. Yeah, and keep in mind, you know, if you're saying, oh, it's BS, dude, it was this. Uh, those are just two suggestions of ones that we would have put on the list had we put it up on for voting. And like Wes said, because we didn't, we're not going to vote. We're just saying these are two good ones. Actually in the comments let us know what other ones are out there which other worlds do you think are amazing you know maybe we have a a, a post straw poll just for fun on what people think is the best world maybe there's one out there i need to check out right yeah maybe we you know sometimes we can get blinders on to the games that we're, we're playing or know, we forget yeah. about stuff man it's like oh shit i forgot that came out that happened so many times in the conversation i guarantee um there's something yeah, absolutely uh then we go to the valtrex award and uh the, the valtrex award is for the vr game most likely to make a lasting impact so uh you know i think that's pretty self-explanatory games that came out in 2020 that have made a permanent impact either on the business side of things or on game design and uh i think we have three here that are, are pretty uh have done some pretty significant things this year first of all population one uh you know multiplayer has pretty much been a no man's land in vr from day one with very few exceptions it's hard to pull off successful multiplayer in vr population one has shown us the way how you can do it uh and uh, has you know they've made an awesome and very fun to play game as well yeah, people don't realize it's one of the biggest genres, um, not battle royale per se, but just multiplayer shooters in flat gaming that draws like all these people that are getting drawn into VR for the first time. The fact that this game exists, and I was going to say this earlier, the timing of it, like the fact that they delayed till they did, like they came out at the perfect time, right when this released, like you couldn't have had a better timing, better devs, better everything. Um, so this this game is absolutely going to affect uh, the whole landscape of VR um, over time, is my prediction. So, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, another game which is very likely to make a lasting impact: uh, Dreams. Like we said it before. It, out of all the games that we've talked about during our uh, over seven hour show today uh i think dreams is probably the one that's most likely to still be in use you know five years down the road uh you know you, you hear media molecule talk about this game they talk about bringing it to pc they talk about letting users monetize their uh, creations i think all of this is very possible and uh, i mean it took them a decade to make this thing it's not going anywhere anytime soon it's doing things that have never been done before in uh, the gaming space. And uh, if I had to name one, I probably would have picked Dreams, to be quite honest. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And that's that's two two of the three games that 
and like we said this is lasting impact on vr um from what we see today and i agree i think this is going to have a very lasting impact in vr um and i can't wait to see i hope it comes to pc vr for sure i think it'll be amazing hack hack chicken in the chat saying can't believe that we're still going we're almost done bro i'm about to collapse out of this chair <laughs> but, uh, we're about to get there uh, the other game, the, the third game likely to make a lasting impact, of course, without saying Half-Life Alex, uh, the, the impact that this game might possibly have made on the industry, especially in terms of PC VR, uh, remarkable and uh, certainly deserves to be considered uh, if we're going to name an award for lasting impact. Well, like you said, um, just off the surface, uh, it let developers know around the industry that it is profitable it can be done um you can take the triple a i mean it, it what it did really the biggest thing it did besides bring people in is it it was our first real glimpse at real triple a like coming into vr and like i said be succeeding so all of these other ips out there that we want to see the assassin's creeds you know all of them, they're, the, the, the developers are now thinking, oh, if we do it right, we can do what Valve did. And so it's it's shifted things in a way um, that I don't know would have happened if um, this wouldn't have came out. And, and just the perception, because we were talking about, what, a year and a half ago, there was this, this whole weird thing where if you brought up to a whatever company, uh, VR, they'd be like, whoa, 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 we're not doing VR. Like, you're crazy, dude. Like, don't fucking put that on me, bro. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not a VR person. Um, and now it's the opposite where these same people are coming out and saying, yeah, we're, 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 we see VR for what it is. Um, it's just been a 180 and it's, it's amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Game changer for VR. They're, they'll be talking about the impact that this game has had, uh, for many years to come. And that brings us, friends, to the grand finale, the 2020 overall VR game of the year. Now, this, this is irrespective of platform, right? This is outside the lines of platform, meaning uh, games like Tetris Effect and Pistol Whip that came out on Quest this year can't win game of the year. The, these games came out in years prior. So the overall uh, game of the year must have made its debut on any platform in 2020. And again, the criteria here, not not my favorite game, not your favorite game, but so many different kind of criteria, impact, sales, innovation in gameplay, replayability, um, you know, so many different criteria to take into effect here, and including the votes on our Discord and the opinions of our patrons. And, uh, you know, it came down to three, as most of you might have expected, the three being Half-Life Alex, Population One, Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners. Um, and we very much made the same arguments that we've been making all day long. And at the end of the day, Population One might be the best multiplayer game that we've ever seen in VR. And Half-Life Alex might be the best PC VR game that we've ever seen. But one thing's for sure, that there's three major VR platforms. And two out of the three of them, if you say what's the best game on the platform, it's The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. 
And you just can't argue with that. This isn't the PCBR game of the year. This isn't the best or funnest or my favorite game of the year. This is the overall game of the year. And when you look around the entirety of VR, everywhere you look, you see that The Walking Dead's the best game on Quest. The Walking Dead's the best game on PC, PSVR. And then looking at PCVR, it's not like there's some slouch on there. They're probably the second best game on PCVR. So at the end of the day, uh, even though the majority, not all, but the majority of the votes went to Half-Life Alex on our, uh, on our Discord, both Roots and I agree, the patrons agree that, um, that when it comes to overall you know when the big picture you gotta pick saints and sinners you just have to right and that's the thing you know um everything you said is true earlier you know they getting it to run on quest getting it to run on playstation vr that's um you know what i mean it it, it plays on all three and it uh it's just overall um made a bigger impact on the entirety of vr on every platform versus PC VR, which, you know, PC VR, like I said, Half-Life Alex nailed it. Um, I just haven't seen the Half-Life Alex port to P PlayStation VR or Quest yet. Um, maybe well, that's 2021. The thing, right? That's the thing. How, how, how did they get this to even work on those other platforms? You don't see Alex doing that. Not saying that you won't, but I guarantee you, if we do see Half-Life Alex on PlayStation VR, it will be a PlayStation 5 exclusive. They'll never get any even stripped down bare bones version of that to run on uh, PS4. No way. Uh, yeah. Well, see, if, if Half-Life was on the place on the quest, that's the, the point we're making, Drillo, is it, it's not. And it's um, Jim at Hall and Sion say that logic is, is flawed. I disagree. Um, but... Uh, I don't know, it makes sense to us and uh you know let's know in the comments I, you... I, poor logic i don't i don't i guess we just see the th the world differently i think it's pretty clear that if you have an overall you know game of the year and it takes in every i mean by definition takes in all the platforms into consideration and we just said that uh, one game is the best on two out of the three platforms by the way i'll point out the, the 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 two platforms with the most players the walking dead saints and sinners is the best game on and then it's the second best game on pc to boot i mean that i, I mean where's the flaw in that logic yeah i don't know i'll tell you what it's uh everybody's got a different opinion but uh you know they're saying what, what they're saying is is that since it's better on pc that it should be the overall winner and i i guess i mean if that's what you want to think more it, power to you, but that's not the way I see it, it. It does make sense in some thoughts, though, because if you were to think that PC VR is, is superior to all other VR, then you would think that, of course, it's going to um, hold a little bit more weight. But, I, I mean, I think the Quest uh, alone is 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 selling so many headsets. We're going to see things change around um, for the better for everybody. But, uh, um, and maybe, do you think, uh, I guess... Drillo, do you think they will bring a Quest 2 version? That would be cool, right? I think they could do it. Do you think awesome. they could do it? No. No, <laughs> no chance of that. No. Yeah. Uh, but but no, these guys are going to be arguing next year that Gallery 3 should uh, should be the game of, of the year over, you know, uh, Farpoint 2 or something, you know? Uh, wh whatever, man. Uh, 
I, I appreciate and see your perspective. I humbly disagree. And again, again, it wasn't just us. There were others, the patrons. Uh, it's not just us versus you. We didn't just make an executive decision here. And when I said coming in that I thought I was going to vote one way and uh, ended up voting another, I absolutely meant that. I thought that uh, I thought it was unanimous, to be quite honest. I thought that I was going to have to pick Alex based on what I said about if it's unanimous, I'll go with it. But uh, when I counted the votes, it wasn't. It wasn't unanimous. There was a couple uh, of people that picked it exactly as we picked it um, with uh, Half-Life winning PC and then um, Saints and Sinners winning the uh, overall. So Yeah, and, and I'll, well, I don't want to throw anybody out on the bus because they're... they're uh, there was a, a hardcore PC enthusiast who isn't a big fan of the other platforms, you know, that, that picked our way. So, you know, I, I'm pretty confident in our logic. And uh, if you're not, well, I'm, you, you're entitled to your opinion. That's, That's why true. we love you. Yeah. Yeah. And we still have a giveaway to do. We do, but I don't know if anyone's going to ever be able to guess what this game is. Uh, we bought many copies of this game. Members of our community donated copies of the game. The developer donated many copies of the game. Uh, so here's how it's going to go. Two Steam keys, two other keys uh, in the chat right now. Uh, one of them being Quest. Well, actually, with the other two, you can pick. We can either do like two PSVRs or we can do a Quest and a PSVR. Uh, but... Uh, we're limited in some of these other platforms. So we're going to do two steam and at least, uh, one, um, I mean, we could do four steam if everybody wants steam and you can have steam, but the quest and the PSVR are in uh, short supply. I have two quest keys. I'm keeping one of those for the uh, comments. I have uh, three PSVR keys. I'm keeping at least one of those for the comments. So it really it's, uh, uh, to an extent, it's winner's choice, but, you know, everybody can't pick Quest and PSVR. Those are going to be first come, first serve. Uh, name the game fully in the comments. Uh, Techno Glitch is a winner. <laughs> Congratulations, buddy. See, Techno Glitch, it, it, it paid to not get that game, right? Absolutely. He, he ended up, and by the way, depending on which... Uh, which version you take some of these are like the, the tourist edition like the 50 dollar one so pr pretty sweet prize at the end of the show here yeah well, anybody like else want to copy mind jive already won techno glitch already won stealthy living congratulations uh that's two two more two more winners speak up or now or forever hold your peace we got mind jive said it as well right and then stealthy. heroes andrew heroes and airman both stepping up uh, am i making mistakes somebody before i make it official tell me if i miss somebody here um how many keys are there because there, there was a few names in there before that mind jive uh stealthy living and mind uh, jive mind jive already won okay so you get oh before okay so mind jive yeah. can't and then what about stealthy living i guess you mentioned them right uh no i did not good catch all right so we'll do uh, we'll do five in the uh, in the chat, and we'll do three in the comments. So if you're at home and you would like to win a copy of this, just write the title of the game in the comments. Make sure you're subscribed, 
and uh, I'll make sure I have at least one PSVR key and one Quest key left for the comments. Uh, hopefully these guys, uh, they all want Steam. And in that case, we'll have a bunch of that stuff left. But uh, just to make it official, that's TechnoGlitch666. That's, uh, let me make sure that I'm correct about mine, Job. I'm pretty sure he won earlier. He said he already has grip, so he can give it to somebody else. But I don't know if we can at this point. Do a yeah, I mean, it's at the end of the at the end of the show, changing your mind. I mean, if you said that when at the time when you won grip, I would have no problem with that. But waiting until uh, until we give away the best game to change it, I, I don't think we can we can go with that. Sorry, bro. Just uh, but, but there you can is, win it. In, yeah, yeah comments. there's more. There's more in the comments. Sign up for it in the comments. In fact, sign up for every game that we gave away in the comments, and uh, you'll have your pick if you uh, if you keep winning. Okay. But um, but again, uh, Techno Glitch six six six, Stealthy Living, Kiros. Uh, my thing just jumped in front of me. Kiros and Airman. And uh, did we name one more, or was that all of them? I thought there was. Um... There was five. I thought, right? Yeah, I thought Stealthy Living. Well, I named that one. Okay, so... uh, who was the first one? Techno Glitch, Stealthy Living, Techno Glitch, um, Andro Kuros, Airman, Techno Glitch, Stealthy Living, Kuros, and Airman. And then I guess there would be one more, right? I thought that we had one more, but I'm not seeing it here. Maybe we just miscounted it. I don't know. Well, I mean, there's we, we can keep going down if not. Body, Body says he hasn't. Well, I guess Body must have been the fifth one. He says he hasn't won yet. All right, so Body, Body can be the fifth one. <laughs> yeah, I I appreciate that, mind Drive. We did explain that, but depending on when you came in, maybe you didn't know. But the good news is there's still three copies out there. Um, you all you have to do is just comment in the comments. Uh that you and subscribe and then um next week we'll be pulling another winner and uh you're good to go bro yeah you know. three more winners yeah i mean uh chances are pretty good here actually so healthy living yeah i'm not sure what it's going to shape up to the uh to the keys for quest um yeah and that we may actually end up having uh more copies uh to give away than just the three because if everybody's jumping in here trying to get psvr and quest we're not going to have enough because again i'm only giving away one quest key to the uh to the uh chat and it's in order of uh winners so whoever said it first first dibs you know and so on and so forth um all right, so I want to make sure I get this right. Obviously, people want this awesome game, this this terrible game. Uh, people all seem to want a copy of it. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, you give away a copy of Pop One or Half Life Alex or this game, and I'm I'm flipping out, dude. I'm there. I want it, you know. And uh, right. unfortunately, Valve didn't uh, supply us any keys, and neither did uh, um, Big Box right uh, that is absolutely true with uh that said i didn't exactly reach out to them either so yeah well that's uh, but I don't, I don't i don't consider them friends of the channel i mean uh we've been i mean long before i knew uh 
Tiffany, you know, Gamer Chick 13. I mean, we were we were dealing with Skydance almost as long as I've been on this channel. I've had some sort of uh, some sort of relationship with uh, someone at Skydance because I am a giant Walking Dead fan, and one of the things that, uh, that one of the reasons I bought my first PlayStation VR is because I knew that they were developing this game. Uh, you know what I mean? I waited for many years for this game to come out, and uh, I'm so glad it lived up to my expectations. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely, uh, they nailed it, right? Between Alex and uh, Saints and Sinners, they cleared the board on so many awards, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, and don't forget, guys, go back through and and you might be able to find some keys to some games in the recorded segments. Yeah, yeah there's a few. There's not quite as many hidden in there as I wanted to put uh, because of uh, personal things that happened that kept me from uh, having the time to do it. But there are a few. And like I said, we're going to air the full interview with Gamertag VR uh, later. And whatever keys I have left, I'm going to just pile in that. And there's going to be another segment that we're going to put with that as well and there'll be keys on that so um yeah keep an eye out for that still loads of games to go around dude i i honestly when we started putting this show together i was worried that we were going to have more keys than we had people in chat that wanted to win games yeah. and uh here we are at the end of the uh at the end of the show i felt like we could have probably given them all away today yeah <laughs> it's incredible uh incredible uh, what you guys have done and uh, you know it, it took a lot to pull off uh, this episode uh, the way that we did and it took a lot of help from our supporters and um, you know you, you've heard us pump this episode up for a year those of you who have been with us uh, ever since the end of the 2019 show we've been pumping up the 2020 show saying how we were going to go bigger this year uh which i thought we might be able to just barely never in my wildest dreams did i think we were going to be sitting here going on eight hours giving away nearly 100 games and nearly 50 awards i mean i never thought in my wildest dreams that i'd be sitting here doing this not saying that i'll ever do it again because i probably won't to be quite honest we'll probably scale it back a little bit next year but uh could have never pulled it off if it weren't for our community, our developer friends, and our supporters. So I want to just take a moment. To, first of all, the key giveaway. Uh, Roots and I bought, I don't know, 15 or 20 or so of the keys. The rest of them were all donations from people like VR Spry Guy, from people like Phil G220, Eric Masher, uh, ET2K9 Now, a.k.a. Jabrowny66, Ray Delator. Uh, those uh, those are just subscribers, members of our community, members on our Discord that we see almost on a daily basis, kicking in keys uh, just because they love the community and they want to hold us up. Then we have our developer friends like Donuts VR, Arvor Immersive, Skydance Interactive, and our friend Tiffany here, CM Games and Captain Kincaid, uh, Monologic, Lucas, uh, Otherworld Interactive, Fast Travel Games, who showed up to the chat even today to say hello. Andreas, thank you so much, buddy. Uh, Resolution Games and uh, our good friend Amber. Uh, Ivan at Ivanovich Games. 
Pavel at Superbright, Roman at Dream Dev Studios, all of these people. Uh, you, you guys want to thank us for giving away the games? Hey, they gave away the games. We were just kind of the middleman here. And uh, I'm eternally grateful for them uh, propping us up the way that they have. Yeah, absolutely. We couldn't have done it without them or without you guys, the community, and uh, you're the best. We say that all the time because we mean it. And uh, yeah. it's just, uh, you guys are awesome. Absolutely. Uh, big thanks to all of our members of our community who engage in the comments, who talk on the Discord on a daily basis, who jump into the games and play with us from time to time. We love you guys. Thank you so much. You, you really, uh, you know, you, you make our days fun, our, our, our Tuesdays fun, our Wednesdays fun because we're a part of this community, everybody together. Uh, we absolutely love you and we really mean that. Uh, thanks to everyone that subscribed to our channel so far and everyone who's helped to spread the word about our channel. Uh, you know, we've been working hard trying to hit that next milestone and uh, we hit a big chunk of it today. We, we really, uh, you know, obviously some of them are gonna fall off. A lot of people show up for free stuff and uh, a few of them are gonna go away. but you know, hopefully uh, what we've displayed here today uh, is that the content's pretty good too. It's not just all about the free games and we don't give away games almost ever. Um, so hopefully most of you that came, if not all of you choose to hang around and some of you become uh, active members in the community. We, we absolutely appreciate it. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep on trucking, keep on growing. We have big plans for 2021. It's going to be a way better year than 2020. And uh, I hope that you all remain on board and along for the ride. Yeah. And I was going to say that uh, it's the community that's changed um, 2020 from being the pure dumpster fire that's behind Wes into an actual joy because uh, that's what I get out of it for sure. And thank you to all the people that gave keys today. Just throw them out there in the chat. You guys are awesome as well. So Absolutely. Yeah, people, I mean, what? There was probably another five or 10 codes that just went flying on their own like that, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, uh, just an amazing group of people. Uh, you, you know, we might not have 10,000 subscribers uh, but we have a thousand of the best. You know what I mean? Our community is absolutely awesome. And uh, it isn't the easiest thing to grow a channel just based on discussion and original content. Uh, but that's what we set out to do on day one. We've held true to that throughout the whole thing. Uh, you know, never taking a shortcut, never taking the easy way. And we wouldn't have been able to do it if you guys weren't so awesome. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Anyway, uh, that's going to wrap us up here. Happy New Year, guys. Hopefully this turns out to be 2021 and not 2020 TI like we said earlier. <laughs> but uh, irregardless of what happens outside the walls out there in the world, uh, we, we know that we're going to be solid in here. And we're just going to uh, keep right on growing. And, uh, you know, even if we can't connect outside, we're going to use our technology to connect in ways that we've never been able to before absolutely anyway with that said friends i'd like to thank you once again for watching and for roots i'm wes we'll see you next time friends happy new year my Bye -bye. mom